Bad day? Bad day? Nope, because this week on Acme Podcast Sync, we love Kung Fu! And welcome, everybody, to Acme Podcast Incorporated, your premier choice for people talking about cartoons. That's right. I'm coming in with full confidence saying we're not just your choice. We're your premier choice. How you doing, KP? Your first choice. Did you just call me KP? I sure as shit did my goddamn ass. It's totally fine. It's totally fine. Gotta gotta wipe off that rust. Yeah. Um, Sorry about that, Kai. I was about to do a KP impression, but then I realized I don't even know what I would even say is doing KP impression. Mm, something about the loop in the third polycule. Something, but... something, 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 loop in the third, something, 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 uh, I, I love men, something, 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 heists. Yeah. Something, 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 something... I uh I don't know. Yeah, something like that. I, I love you, KP. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, let's. Uh, I'm your host, Laser J, and with me, as always, is my good friend. It's your co-host, Kai. Hey. Hell yeah. And we're back. Uh, now I know you just had two episodes last week, but we had a big old break. Uh, yeah. Between those two coming out and that, the previous episode, and that is my fault. Uh, school was kicking my ass, and then I, I was just, I was coming off the tail end of those antidepressants that were kicking my ass, and I just did not want to look at audacity. It was just a lot that was happening for you and changing for you all at once, and it was just like, no, I just need to not do this for a while. Yeah, I I think it was also just kind of burnout a little bit. I needed a break. Yeah, totally. Um, So, that brings me up into the first matter to speak of. Welcome to Season 2 of Acme Podcast Incorporated. That's right, we're doing my least favorite thing that podcasts do. My least favorite thing that podcasts do, which is a season structure. Because even though it's my least favorite thing that podcasts do... I completely fucking understand why now. You need a break. Yeah, you just need a break. Uh, but, so so you, you can look forward to 16 episodes every season, and then three months off. And in those three months, you will see one special episode every month that will be, rather than our usual format, it will be a special selected topic. Uh, we won't get into the specifics of that now, but look forward to it. Yeah, we're still working out the details. It's mostly stuff that we have that's related to animation that we've kind of always wanted to talk about, but couldn't really think of a good place to like talk about it. Exactly, so, Kai. You know, uh, mainly like histories of animation studios. Well, I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to get into the specifics of it. 
Yeah, yeah, but we're no, still no, 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 not even the... that much. I don't want to give them expectations. No, you know what? Yeah, you're right. We're just still working out the kinks. Yeah, uh, you know, just know that there will be stuff in the do- off time, but it will be three months, which is nine episodes, uh, mm-hmm. depending on what months those are and how they play out. Whether it's a two or three episode month. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, so yeah, that that it might work. Hmm? It might work out more to like seven, on average. Seven on average, depending. Uh, probably more like nine to ten, because three months, at least two a month. So two times three. Six. Laser, did you forget how to do math? Uh, but, but you know, the, the important part is it will not be radio silence again. We will not let that happen. Mm. Um, Even if I have to do an episode with somebody else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, which is a thing we might experiment with, honestly. Uh mm. Yeah, because I I think I like initially I liked the idea of the uh, mutually assured destruction episodes we'd been threatening each other with. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think I want to actually do the disservice to a property um, that other people may deeply care about, just because it's mm-hmm. something not meant for me. And this is totally not me trying to weasel out of watching Moomin. No, no, I get it. It's just not for you. Yeah. You know, like... And I think I need to watch a couple episodes of Moomin before I actually say whether it's for me or not. But based on appearances, I just don't. I yeah. don't get it. We're not. Um, we're not. Oh, by the way, we're not promising Moomin either. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, eventually we will do Moomin. Maybe not yeah, we, just, but this show will yes, do Moomin it, at some point. Yeah, it will. It will be me and someone else. Yeah. Probably, uh, probably my friend Adrian. Yeah, probably. Uh. But anyway, because the ancient scrolls decree there must always be a Jew on this show. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> and by ancient scrolls, I mean my own dictation. Your own dictation. I mean, I don't know how that's going to work out if me and KP have to do an episode. Uh, hmm. I don't know. We'll work it out. I don't know. Is there anything that KP is a fan of that I just would hate? Because I can't see that uh, being a thing. No, yeah, you're correct. It's just there are some things that I want to talk about that I would want to bring him on on just so I could have someone else was nostalgic about it oh yeah i mean uh, but then we could just have a, a guest on you know yeah yeah totally like i wanted to do uh you want to do space captain Simeon and the space chimps i wanted to do that with super robot monkey team yeah yeah uh i i, I think that would be a pretty good pairing actually yeah except i don't have like a crazy amount of nostalgia because i barely remember that show i just want to have someone else on who was of that who was of that era who watched Jedex and those shows, you know? Because yeah, that yeah, was yeah, like yeah. that was just not your 
not your steez, you know? Well, I mean, I watched Jetix, but I also oh. kind of switched off whenever I saw it coming on. Oh. Yeah. I was like, eh, Digimon's over. That That's the only yeah. thing I watched Jetix for, Digimon. That was it. Yeah. Or Power Rangers. Yeah, Jetix or Power Rangers. That's Yeah, put Digimon and Power Rangers, yeah. But, anyway. Yeah, and, but, but with Captain Simeon, like, I barely re- I just remember that show existing <laughs> that's yeah. it and I remember enjoying it uh but, but yeah no I totally get it I, I think the closer comparison would be I want to do that um Homestar Runner episode where we have me a person who was obsessed with it you a person who never really engaged in it and then I want to get someone who's like in the middle Hmm. yeah we can figure that out yeah uh, the other point of business is that there is a lost episode. Yeah, uh, th- there's a, there's a lost episode. We did an episode of uh, yeah. it was Inu the first season of Inuyasha and uh, the first season of Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba. Uh, yeah, and without naming names, no one has to take blame for this. Someone lost their audio. Uh, mm-hmm. computers fuck up, plain and simple. Uh, files yep. get corrupted, files get deleted. It it happens. They um, don't save correctly. Whatever. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that episode's lost. So, I feel like what we'll do is I do want to revisit you in Yasha. So at some point we'll do mm-hmm. season two of that yeah and we'll also just give a brief recap of season of our feelings about season one like a very brief yeah. like vibes yeah, totally. vibe check <laughs> same thing with same thing same thing with you haka show we'll get back to that too i mean we didn't lose you oh wait oh wait show. oh we didn't lose you haka show, right oh wait we could talk about i mean we're eventually going to talk about the yaiba movie yeah, but so we, we, we lost uh, we Yaiba. So when yeah, we, we get to Yaiba. the uh, the Demon Slayer train arc movie, whenever that comes out and we get a, a good release over here, um, well, we'll give a brief recap of our feelings of uh, Demon Slayer as well. But um, to give you the even briefer, extreme, truncated, uh, like one word impression I had on each of those series. I don't know if you want to maybe do the same, but uh, mine was mm-hmm. uh, in you for in uh, and uh, for Yaiba it's whoo, 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 whoo. There we go. Uh, for, uh, for me with Inuyasha, it's, uh, Hmm, what would it be? It would probably be a phrase. Uh, still pretty without rose-tinted glasses. And Yaiba is... Beautifully simplistic. Alright. Yes. Or just give it, like, a couple words. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh... So Yaiba yeah. is the prettiest boiler. Yaiba is the prettiest boilerplate I've ever seen. Yep, 
okay. Uh, well, we'll we'll get into that more when we get to the train movie. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, but so barring that, we don't really have weeks to talk about. Uh, even though it's been a while, I already said that, but wanted to reiterate. Um, yes. I mean, obviously, we've done stuff, but it's been so long, and we have so we we have to do the cat the the upkeep that was lost in the lost episode, as well as the new upkeep. Yeah, and it's and been the finale of one sh- of a season of a show. Yeah, in that upkeep, yeah, and then we've also. Also, just it's been so long, I don't remember everything that happened between then and now. Yeah, um, getting back in the groove. Yeah, but also, like, I think I maybe watched like one show while we were there, and I don't even remember what it was. Yeah, I mean, I watched a few things, but like nothing that I really, really want to talk about. I've mostly just been watching uh, stream archives on YouTube of uh, art streams. That that mm. that's it. Just sound in the background while I'm browsing eBay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you, you told me you watched some video essays and stuff like that. Yeah, a bunch of video essays I watched. Uh, that Canadian show, So Weird, which I talked about off podcast. Yeah. It's a fun enough show. And then, like, I mean, the only thing that I've, but I'll probably, you know what, I'll, I'll mention it, I'll mention it next time, because it'll be appropriate. Okay. Uh, uh, because I started my JoJo game. Okay. So, I'll talk more about that next time. Okay. Um, so yeah, uh, we're gonna take. Well, you know, let's just jump right in. Rather than a break, yeah, let's just jump it. right into the upkeep. Fuck it. Uh, we're going to start with Amphibia, starting at, it was Swamp and Sensibility and Wax Museum. Yeah, these this was, these were the episodes in, one of the two episodes, one of the three episodes in the last episode. Yeah. Um, we didn't have too much to say about these, uh, other than it was cool. The, the Gravity Falls reference was nice in the Wax Museum. Yeah, and it was nice seeing uh, Willie again. Wally. Wally. Yeah. Wally. Yep, sorry. And then, um, Kermit the Frog. Oh, uh, yeah, the, uh, not Kermit the Frog. Uh, the legally distinct Kermit the Frog here. You do a much better Kermit the Frog. Uh, it's because it's just Ray Romano. Uh, Deborah! <laughs> yeah, and it's also just 24, like, Oh man, my mom, my mom's gonna kill me! I'm just imagining twenty. There's twenty four doing Kermit the Frog. I mean, it's this. It, they're all three of the same with the Kermit the Frog here. Yeah. At least I don't look like. At least I don't look like Ray Romano. Uh. <laughs> God. Um. Rest in rest peace, in Venture, peace Brothers. Venture Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> we were in sync there. Yeah, rest in peace, Venture Brothers. Rest in peace. So, uh... I'm, I'm hoping... A, uh, the only thing keeping me going is the thought of HBO Max picking it up. Yeah, for sure. And uh, then... Barcy at the Gates was big. 
We love Marcy. Marcy, Marcy is, is phenomenal. I love Marcy. I love her so much. Uh, she's I'll, great. Yeah, she is. She's so fun. Um, yeah. And that doesn't the, change as the episodes go on. She remains oh yeah, no. fun. She makes she makes a great first impression, and throughout her the episodes that she's in in these next few, she's fantastic. And I'm looking forward to what she brings to the series as it goes. Yep. You know. Uh. And uh, God, what was I gonna? And then after Mercy at the Gates. It's what's that? Uh, what's scavenger that? hunt. Yeah, this was a this was just more Marcy, and it was just really neat to see. And they were just see, neat to see Anne, because that was really again. I, I think we I meant I didn't I mentioned this off podcast or during the last episode, but I was really worried that Anne's character development would kind of like slow to a crawl. Yeah. After her first season arc. But this episode really just was like, no, Anne still has stuff. I think this is a pretty common phrase, the common sentiment we've had when talking about newer shows recently. About um, how we've been like afraid that... Because we're certain things that we're used to seeing happen in the cartoons we grew up with, and even mm-hmm. cartoons that aired within the last decade, um, we're kind of seeing the reversal of that in a lot of cases. And I think mm-hmm. that's because these newer showrunners are, you know, they're younger and they 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 have the same concerns and concepts and frustrations with the things they loved that are also the things we loved. And so they are purposefully trying to avoid that. The perfect example of this is She-Ra. Yeah. <laughs> like, that whole rant post she made about the episode from the original She-Ra with Katra and She-Ra fucking going on their adventure together and, like, her just be like, it should have been this! Ah, <laughs> and then she got to write it. <laughs> she had to live her best life, really. Yeah, yes, yeah, she sure did. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so... it's, just, it's just showing off Anne's strength and who she is, really. Yeah, it's just just she's she has shown an anime protagonist powers. <laughs> she does, yeah. Uh, and then we got Planters Check-In. Yeah, this was just a fun episode. There's nothing too crazy about this one. Yeah, it's, you know, the hotel stuff is fun. Yeah. The, uh, the, the new bellhop lady was cute. Yeah. Oh, what's her, what's her name? The voice. She, she, Bella. No, no, no. I mean, but, um. Oh, oh yeah. Freaking, uh, Mabel. Christian Shaw. Christian Shaw. Yeah, Christian, yeah, Christian Shaw, yeah. second you said Mabel, it, it clicked in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She played the bellhop in this. Yeah. Uh, then we had uh, Lost in Utopia, which was also fun. It was cool seeing Anne's mom. <laughs> yes, it was. 
And it was also cool having another Paul. I mean, they even they even joke about it within the episode itself that Polly and Anne haven't had an episode together in a while. So they're like, "Yeah, Polly and Anne adventure." Yeah, it 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 had. Th- those are always fun. It, it's a it's an underutilized dynamic that I think works really well. They were even trying to figure out what their like team name is. <laughs> yeah. Which I thought was pretty fun. Yeah. Um, Sprig gets whoa. schooled. This one feels like a better version of the episode with the talent show. Absolutely, yeah. Like, it's just... It's the same... It it has the same beats, but it does the... What, the, what that episode is trying to do better. Because Hot Pop isn't an asshole in this one. Yep. Absolutely. Uh... Yeah, that, that that sums it up perfect, yeah. Uh, then we got Little Frog Town. Okay, who gave them the right? <laughs> who gave them the right to fucking... Uh... Wait, Little Frog Town was the... Uh... Am I thinking of the other episode? Uh... Am I thinking I thought it was the noir one. Oh, never mind. Okay, I was thinking of a different episode. Maybe I'm was wrong on that. The mall episode is what I was thinking of. Oh yeah, that that's next. Yeah. Okay. So this was just another just fun episode. It was nice to have a Hopadia episode that was. It was. I don't think Hopadia has had an episode that was just him. Uh yeah, it had. Yeah. Yeah, he hasn't. Like no involve, nice. no involvement from the kids at all in any way. Yeah, like it was just about him. I did like the joke at the end about how he couldn't stop narrating. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, uh, I can't stop doing it. <laughs> kids, am I talking? Can you hear me? Please help. Help! You can't. I can. Can you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. love Hop and Die so much. Yeah. Now the next episode. Uh, Hop and Mall. Everyone's trying to re- get uh, souvenirs, and it's let another... me reiterate. Who? How dare they? How? Uh, okay. Uh, but before you get into it, mm. I just want to say, at first I thought you meant because uh... of the Buff Lady. No. Oh no! It 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 it's actually what I thought it was. The, it is what it, the, it, it is. And missing it her mom. <laughs> yes, yes. Listen, I like. I'm. I'm done. I like. Yes, the big buff salamander lady. Yeah, we we get it. You like big buff ladies. Insert joke here. Anyway, <laughs> but you know, it was just. This felt like just like oh yeah, it's another fun episode. And then the last like two minutes. Soul crush. Just punched. Punches you right in the honey nut filios. Soul crush isn't the right word. Heart wrench. Heart wrench. Heart wrenching. Right in the honey nut filios. Yeah, it's it's not a. Uh, ooh, it's right in the it's, honey nut filios. I could not have said it better myself. Just, I'm I'm glad that this finally came up. Like it, it was is one of those things that Owl House has done it a couple of times, but. 
this is the first time Amphibia has done it. With, you know, Anne being like, oh shit, I miss my mom. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Owl House really only did it once or twice in the latter half of the season. Mm-hmm. And then it was, the rest of it yeah. was just fun in an isekai. It's just it's just less of an issue with that series because um one Luce's mom knows where quote unquote knows where she is. That's true. So it's like Also she had a way back. She had she did. Past tense. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. Uh so let's move on. Uh sleepover to end all sleepovers. Uh, what the fuck? Okay, but before before that, did you go to a lot of sleepovers when you were a kid? Um, yeah, a few. I only ever went to two, and only one of those was like the normal sleepover experience. The other one, not so much. But uh. See, I I don't really have the nostalgia sleepover thing, but beyond like watching sleepover episodes of shows growing up, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I've I've had many a sleepover. I remember vividly when I was in elementary school. I had a really good friend, uh, Glenn. I went over to his house a lot, and I spent the night at his place a lot. And then we, uh, I remember that was the first time I ever saw Resident Evil Two. Oh, wow. We played Resident Evil 2 all night, and it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> uh, I went to one sleepover when I was in maybe the third grade. Yeah. Uh, it was a friend's birthday. We watched an episode of The Addams Family, and we ate pizza, and then we went to bed in the basement in sleeping bags, and that was basically it. Mm. And then uh, my buddy in high school, uh, for his 16th birthday, we had a big sleepover at his place and stayed up all night playing. uh... Someone brought their uh, modified uh, GameCube and a uh, imported copy of uh, Naruto Ultimate uh, uh, Naruto Clash of Ninja 4. Yeah. And we just spent all night playing that, and I fucking dominated with Jiraiya. Yeah. Uh, when we weren't doing that, we also played a little Turok. Uh, oh, yeah, that was the other thing me and him, me and my friend Glenn did a lot. We played fucking Killer Instinct. Hell yeah. If we, he, had, he had an N64 and a PlayStation, and I didn't. So I went over to his house. A lot of my experiences with the PlayStation 1 and the N64 were vicariously by going over to his house and just playing through them. Yeah, I had a similar relationship with uh, my neighbor's grandson uh, mm-hmm. uh, when I was younger. Uh, former neighbor. I, I don't live in that neighborhood anymore. But uh, mm-hmm. he was maybe a year or two younger than me, but we hung out. And yeah. uh, he he had a PlayStation, and I would just go over and watch him play games, and he'd let me play sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. We played through the entirety of fucking Mar- Mario RPG. Nice. At one point. Yeah, our Mario RPG, Resident Evil 2, Rampage, Killer Instinct, Donkey Kong Country. 
I experienced yeah. a lot of I experienced a lot of that era of video games that True way. That. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, I didn't own a PlayStation One until I was like eleven. I've never owned a PlayStation One. Yeah, I owned one for a while, but it was only a couple years before the PS2 came out. Yeah. Uh, my my first video game console was the original Xbox. Xbox. And I had like three games for it. Mm-hmm. Because uh, my parents did not like buying me video games. Uh, most of my gaming experience was on my dad's old iMac that he gave to me when he upgraded. Uh, oh. And a friend of his gave me this big stack of uh, demo discs that came with his uh, Macworld magazines because he was a big like Apple computer nerd. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just played a shit ton of those demos constantly. Yeah. Uh, it's the only way I ever played Unreal Tournament. I own the full game of that now, but I still just want to play the demo. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, sleep over to End All Sleepovers. Let's actually get into it now. Um, Where do we even... There's... Well, there's the first the... part of it that's fun, happy sleepover shenanigans and the very tired, stuffy Newt woman. Yes. Uh... And then there's the weird shit. Ghosts, graves, a freaking there was a chained moss man down there. Yep. And there oh, was a oh, torn. Oh, oh, oh. Sorry. Amber alert. Yep. Amber alert. Uh, Amber alert. Get muscle. those all the time around here. Yep. I'm probably anyway, gonna get uh, another five of them tonight. I reckon. Anyway. Anyway. But, um, and then we have the, sh- the shredded portrait, the royal portrait, which clearly depicts the king. Or an ancestor of the king. Or the ancestor of the king, something. We don't know yet. We don't know. Yeah. And then we have, then we have the weird ghosts, monster things. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a spooky there's a lot happening here, and I'm like, I don't even know what it all means at this moment. Yeah, it it's uh, it's something. Okay, so we 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 both think the king is super sus, right? Oh yeah, like, cause our first introduction to him was the, and the final piece comes into play. Yeah, even without that, yeah, he would still be super sus. Well, no, no, no. If his first introduction was the. I would not be sus. Uh, I, I wouldn't mm. see it coming, because in real life, I wouldn't trust it. But mm. in literature, which I know it's a cartoon, I know it's a visual media, but one of my favorite things I learned in college, I took this, uh, I took this literature class, and yes. uh, the the professor was this Kind of like stuffy old uh, lady who, like, she liked Margaret Atwood a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, read a lot of Mar- every one of her classes that I took. We read Margaret at Margaret Atwood something or other, uh, mm. and I I did not like her as a person. Uh, actually, no, I liked her as a person, but I hated her as a professor. 
Yeah. Uh, because I just hated listening to her voice. Um, but she said one thing that really just stuck with me. And she defined literature as anything that tells a story. Whether it's a book or a movie or a TV show or a play. It's all literature. Hmm. So, back to my immediate point. I just needed to explain why I referred to a cartoon as literature. Um, no, no, I mean, you know, I, 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 I understood what you were putting down, but I do like that. Yeah. Um, in literature, your first introductions are always the ones you have to trust. Not your character's first introduction to another character, but you, the viewer's first introduction to another character. Mm. So if we met the king for the first time and he was a, ha, ha, how you doing? Oh, I love this guy. Trustworthy. But since we met mm -hmm. him as the chess master type, we can't trust him. Mm -hmm. Wait a minute. I just had a thought. What's up? We saw the portrait. Yeah. What if the king isn't the chess master and he has a twin brother? Ooh, I like it. Like, that's such a, like, the twin twist, you know, but it, it I don't know. I like thinking, it. Yeah, maybe he has a twin brother. Yes. Yeah. It could be it, like you like the the. It's like a double bluff, you know. Yeah. Or like, it's like ah, the king is sus. No, it wasn't the king who was sus. He was actually a good guy the whole time. Yeah. Or whatever. Also, uh, I don't know which episode it was, but we did see the little robot outside the, uh, the city. Yes, at one point. I think that was in either the, the scavenger uh, hunt. It was scavenger, yeah. It was scavenger hunt or planters check in. Yeah, it was one of those two. Yeah, but we did see the little robot, buddy. Yep. Curious to see what um, comes of that. I am too. I uh, think. Mm -hmm. Now I like your twin theory. Yes. But I don't think it's likely. Yeah, I don't think it's likely either. It was just a thought. Yeah. But I do like that theory. Uh, I want that theory to be true because I always want Keith David to be a bad guy. No, to be a good guy. Oh well, that too. I want him to you be know, a good because I, I love Keith David and I want to Keith. like the characters he plays. Like yeah, not not just like, I mean like. I think Jackalman from Thundercats is cool, but I don't like him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I get you. Yeah, uh, that that that's not a true statement. Jackal Man is actually no, I do kind of like Jackal Man. Anyway, uh, mm -hmm. uh, I I think the robot is gonna end up saving the day, saving the planters. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be something like that. The robot isn't isn't evil. Yeah. Yeah. Or it will be corrupted by the king. 
while something Anne and the others are away searching for the thing. Yeah, and the only thing to really talk about with the next episode is other than all the references. Yeah, was... all the references to it, it. It it's a much better version of a clip episode. Yeah, and but the only thing to really talk about is we got some more lore about the box. Yes, we did. Ancestors use it to travel to many different worlds. <sighs> and we got uh some Legend of Zelda shit about temples. Yeah, yeah, we did get that. I saw the symbols too. It was a heart, a brain, and a fist. So temple of mind, heart, and like strength or something. Okay. Like with the the three gems. Yeah, probably something like that, yeah. Yeah, so wisdom, power, courage. Yeah. Uh, now here's what. Uh, how is mm-hmm. Sasha and the Toad gonna factor into all this now? Yes, that is the question. I think because well, they wanted to take over, right? I think they're gonna try and pull a coup. Now you see, I, I disagree. I don't completely disagree, but I don't think that's how they're going to play into it quite. Mm-hmm. I think... So they're heading towards Newtopia, right? Oh, you think they're going to meet in the middle or something? Uh, l- let me finish. L- let ahead. me... Uh, so they're they're heading towards Newtopia. The planters are heading away from Newtopia. Mm-hmm. I think at some point the planters are going to be camping out or they'll, they'll you know just be in their cart going by and the Sasha and the Toad... To- I can't remember the Toad. General something or other? Grimes. 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 Sasha and Grimes will be uh, going through and they'll come across them. And uh, Grimes will be like, all right, let's attack. But Sasha will be like, no, let's listen. One of them will be like, mm. no, let's listen. And they'll be talking about the temples. And oh. their plans will change and they will move along. And they will start searching for the temples as well. Because I say that if if the temples are your concept, where it's uh, mind, heart, and strength. Oh my god, it's literally just the three of them. It is just the three of them, yeah. That's Anne not where I was heart. going, but yeah. Anne is heart, Marcy is mind, and Sasha is strength. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> that also kind of describes the change between uh, the the like the differences between Hapadaya, Grimes and the King. It does. Each of those little groups represents one of those. Some, one of those aspects. Which is Hapadaya why like... Sasha wound up with the Toads, why Anne wound up with the Planters and why Marcy wound up in Newtopia. Yeah. <sighs> okay. I was going somewhere different with my train of thought. My thought was none of the planters really, except Polly. Polly does sort of uh, represent strength, but Grimes and Sasha sure as hell do. So I think yeah. they'll end up beating them to the strength through the strength temple and get the strength gem before they can. Um, mm-hmm. And now we're just getting into battle manga. Yeah. 
territory, and I love it. I love it. Um, yeah. We're getting into fantasy epic up in here. Yeah, I love it. Um, so yeah, that that that's uh, that's day at the aquarium, and a whole lot of speculation on our part, but it's fun. It is fun. We have a lot of speculation coming up for another thing in a minute. <laughs> oh yeah, well let's hop into the uh, hop. Let's uh, let's hop into the owl house now. Yes, we talked about Grom, we talked about Wing at Light Witches. Yes, Amity is a gay disaster. Oh, yeah, it's one. It, it's so fun to watch. Just, I didn't think it could get gayer, and then Wing at Light Witches happened, and I was like, oh, honey. Yeah, Enchanting Grom Fright made it pretty damn gay. And then Actually, Wing no. at Light Witches. Understanding Willow started it there. Yeah, and then Grom Fright really ramped it up, and then Wing It Like we just really ramped it up. Yep. Holy just shit! Gay disaster. Also confirmed, gay disaster. Oh yeah, no subtext here. Dana Terrace came out and said, "Oh yes, uh, Amity is a lesbian, and Luce is bi. Fight me." Yeah. <laughs> yep. Also. Cannon. I mean, like, if there's any uh, dispute, fucking Nolly, Molly Knox Ostertag wrote Enchanting Grom Fright, and she's, you know, the wife of Noel Stevenson, who did Shira. So, you know, there, there's, uh, yeah. there's some strong gay energy behind this team. Big gay energy. Yep. <clears throat> Oh, that's another thing. Since Marcy got introduced, been seeing a lot of that ship. By the way. Oh yeah, Marcy Ann. Yeah, Marcy Ann. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Yeah, I like that. I'm, I'm here. Yeah, I like it a lot more than uh, Ann Sasha. Sasha and Ann. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I'm here for that ship. Yeah. Uh. Himbo and nerd together. Herbo rather. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Really. Well, I'm... <sighs> Mm-hmm. Marcy's also like she's brainy, but she's also kind of oblivious. They're they're both imbos. Mar- herbos, herbos. Yeah. Um, they're just herbos in different ways. Yeah, they are. But anyway, uh, Anne is um, Anne is true dumbass, <laughs> and uh, Anne Marcy is, is nerd. <laughs> Marcy is Anne is strong of arm, dumb of ass. Strong of heart, strong of arm, dumb of ass. Marcy is strong yeah. of heart, strong of mind. Dumb of ass. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. Uh, uh, so yeah, but uh, I just want to say, uh, just bringing back one thing we talked about last episode. Concept of a fright demon, fear demon, I love that. I always love fear demons. Yeah, fear demon's good. Fear, personifications of fear thing in general really yeah and ooh, the animation on that dance fight yeah spencer Wan and um i forget the other the woman's name the 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 two people who uh storyboarded that very good uh, uh i mentioned it during the last episode but it's gone now yeah oh well but yeah i can't remember fin- either Fantastic work. Some of the best animation in the whole show. Yeah. And then Wing of Like Witches is a very... Fu- like Beckham 
uh, reference in the name, uh, which is courtesy of you in that last episode. Uh, oh yeah, I yeah it was. Yep. I figured it Bend was, like but I wasn't sure. Bended like Beckham, yeah. Um, very fun sports episode. Uh, loves me some sports episodes. Uh, very fun take on the concept of Quidditch. Uh, and just they even made fun of they made fun of Quidditch. Yeah, that that's really what I meant there. Like it it doesn't really resemble Quidditch beyond you're getting a ball in a hoop. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's more like rugby, really. At the end of the day, yeah, it's more like rugby. Yeah, uh, rugby. Quidditch has more in common with soccer, I'd say, and cricket. Oh, uh, yeah, cricket, cricket, a mix of cricket and soccer. Yeah, with a bit of hockey. So really, more like hockey and cricket combined. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and uh, uh, is really. I mean, it's in the name. It's it's got rugby in the name, so. <laughs> Yeah, and then we we as we said, this is just Amity is a gay disaster episode. Oh yeah, like comically and so hilarious and fun to watch. Like if you don't think she's gay after Grom Grom, then we're gonna hammer it home even harder. Yeah, that she is, and it is, uh, this poor baby. It it's a thing. It's a thing. It's very much a thing. I saw a lot of um, I won't say I'm in love animatics. I'll tell you that for free. Yeah, I saw a couple of those on Instagram too. I'm like, yeah, that's that's appropriate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, anyway. Then moving on to whew, the last two episodes of this season, Agony of a Witch and Young Blood Old Souls. Oh, okay. Hachi machi. Okay. Here we go. Would you have called Lilith being the one who cursed her? Would you have called that ever? No. Never would have called that either. No, like it. It's like I. I'm sure if I went back and rewatched the season, not just the season, not the season, but every appearance of Lilith. Mm-hmm. With that in mind now, I would notice things that would give it away. Oh, yeah, retro, uh, retrospect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I can't think of anything. Because, like, even now, like I haven't rewatched a single episode. I'm yeah. probably eventually going to rewatch it all, but uh, I have not done that yet. Um, yeah. But I can't think of a single thing that really hints towards that. Mm-hmm. Um... Beyond them obviously having some sort of falling out, but you really could have just chalked that up to the witch, the, the coven system, and one Ida one of them being eat, being Ida. Yeah. Um. Whew. Whew, whew, whew. Yeah. Whew. So, um, number one, the fight between Lilith and Ida, another fa- a fantastic. Animate bit of animation there. Yes, you know it I love me a good uh, staff fight. Staff fight, yeah. Oh, you know what? One of my favorite things that I, I saw. I saw this on Instagram. Uh, it was like a little fan comic, and it was uh, it, it was the the like the it was the scene when Ida first shows up and uh, Lilith is you know she says what she says, and then it zooms in on Ida and it's Hootie 
in a like a Ida costume. And she's like, mm-hmm. what? And then behind her is just Ida winding up for a big ol' smash. Yeah. And I just like, oh, I kind of wish it played out like that. That would have been so fucking cool. This is the first time we've seen Ida angry. Yes. We've seen Ida go serious before in a fight. Uh, in this first appearance, in the, the co- co- convention. Yeah. Um, But... This is her, like, dead serious. And pissed. This is Mama Bear Eda. Mama Owl Bear Eda. Oh, God. Can't just... <laughs> we were... We were... We were building up to Mama Eda, but it's like this episode is... Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Just... Uh, we we slowly saw the change from the uh, her not liking her resisting hugs to uh, dumb kids. Those are my dumb kids. Uh, and then and now so actively full mama bear, owl bear, mama owl bear. I'm glad you were in my life, Luce. Mm. Ouch. Mm. Strip. You could have ripped my heart out. It probably would have hurt less. As you said earlier, right in the honey nut filios. Big, you're right in the honey nut filios. Yeah, that's oof, oof a doof. And then we meet the man himself, Bellos. Bellos. Good use of the word man there, because I want to get into a theory real quick. Oh yeah, we t- we've discussed this. Me and Laser. Yeah, we both are thinking the same thing. Bellos is human. Yeah, Bellos is. Human, big time. We're calling it. Yeah, we're calling it. Bellos is human because he does like the way he does magic. We don't see him draw the circle. Don't. He just uses the staff, which was not a palisman staff. It was like a technological staff. Yes. And, and even when he didn't, there was one scene where he just reached out his gauntlet and did a spell. Yeah, and then also. When we first see him, he, like, cuts open a palisman and, like, sucks up its magic. Yeah. He's human. He's human, up. for sure. Um, I have a theory about how he does magic. Beyond... Mm-hmm. I forgot about him sucking up the, the palisman magic. Yeah. Um, I, I had a theory that... Um, so, we've seen... That uh, I, I've been calling the way Luz does uh, magic is rune magic, because she yeah. draws the runes out and she she has her little talismans. Um, yes. I have a feel. So I have a feeling the reason why Bellus is so strong. It a common theme in literature with magic is when magic is requires a material. The strength, the physical strength of that material will reinforce the strength of the spell. Yeah, it's like a catalyst. Yes. So Luz has been using paper. And her spells have been strong. But what if Bellows on the inside of his gauntlets has the runes inscribed and he touches them? And that makes the spells stronger. I mean, that's that's actually probably true considering that Luz... When she had uh, Albert, she could do the magic without the paper. That's true. 
probably true. And you need a catalyst. I've, I mean, you can do magic without it, but a catalyst or some kind of focus. Will enforce it. Reinforce yeah, it. Yeah. Reinforce it. Make it more consistent. Whatever. Yeah, his he's probably has some sort of technological like cyber suit beneath all of that bullshit under there. Yeah, or just the interior of his armor is littered with runes that he can yeah, activate by class. touch. And if he, so the thing is, the thing is, right? Yeah. If time, if time is the same, it flows the same way as it does here than it does there. Then Velos got here like fifty years ago. Yeah. Has Which it really only been fifty years? Fifty years. He's been here. They said that the the fifty years ago was when the witches were doing wild magic, and then oh. then Velos arrived. Okay, I didn't realize. I mean, that. I thought it had been longer. I mean, fi- I mean fifty years is like a, a couple generations of people. Yeah, but it's also a single person's lifetime. I mean, yeah, but he could also be extending his life through magic. That's true. But I, well, I mean, what I mean by that 50 years, I assumed Ida and Lilith were in their 50s. Mm hmm. But no. I mean, the reason Ida looks so much older is because the of curse. The, the curse. Yeah. Yeah, and Lilith is probably, like, in her 30s or something. Yeah, I guess. I just assumed they were, like,. I don't know. I just assumed they were older than that. Yeah. So that means Belos is... Uh, depending on what time this takes place in, is, like, probably, like... I think he might be, like, a scientist from, like... No. Uh, no, I disagree. Mm. He is the bearing of a military man. Mm. The bearing and the, and the mindset of, like, a, a conquering general. Of an authoritarian, uh, structured, regimented individual. He seems to. I don't know. He's very. I, I want to say this. Obviously, about, not American about, military because he's he's English, but. Uh, yeah, well, that too, but also like, Bellos. I how do I put this? The man makes a good first impression. Yes. He is. Genuinely threatening. Yeah. As a villain. For sure. Um, but any disregarding Bellos, this finale was fantastic. Oh, and phenomenal. And it was um really amazing seeing Loose come into her own. Let yeah, let loose. <laughs> Yeah, come into her own really and see how much she's grown. As, a, as a, well, not just, I mean as a magic user really. Yeah. And as a person. Yes. And also this um. This this part two parter really hammered home loses resolve too because she straight up is resolved to completely destroy the gate that will take her home. Yeah. Because uh, we still don't quite know what convergence is. I think it's like, it's it's probably like, uh, freaking, something like lunar cycles or like planetary convergence shit. I. It's probably 
if I had to guess, I mm-hmm. think probably Bellos wants to merge the human world and the Boiling Isles plane of existence. Yeah, he doesn't. And he extend said he doesn't his want rule to, further. He doesn't want to invade. He says this straight up. That could be a lie, though. Well, I mean, like it—it it feels like one. It doesn't feel like. It doesn't feel like a lie. Hmm. Like he has no reason to lie, to loose. Maybe he just wants to go home, if he is a human. Yeah, if he is a human, and then like, I'm very curious, how much of it is like, is he actually talking to the Titan, or is that bullshit? It's a good point. Like, is he? Did he really? Does he really talk to it, or is that just a front? To make you know I, him seem legit. I think that's just a cult leader type thing. Like that's what he tells the people. Uh huh. But I don't think he actually does talk to the Titan. What I think, you know, what I think it could be. What is he does talk to it, or he has talked to it, but he misinterprets what it means. I don't like that. What I would like more, in a in a situation where he does actually talk to the Titan, I like the idea that he disregards what the Titan actually wants, and he does and he does it to uh, forward his own goals rather than because I can't like okay. I like the idea that if the Titan is actually something he's talking to, the Titan doesn't like the Coven concept. mm Hmm. But Bellos needs the reputation of the Titan to maintain his control over the population. So he makes it that he's the only one who can talk to the Titan. Now, I'm not saying that that couldn't be true, but um, there's also the possibility that... Okay, I don't want to... Have you seen Wakfu? No. Do you care if I... I do, because I do want to watch it. Okay, never mind then, because the villain of season one of Wok Fu is, and that's all I'm gonna say. It's a misinterpret situation. It it is, but it's I I, I can't get into okay, it. Okay, then I don't care if you spoil it, because that's my least favorite villain trope. No, no, it's it's no. I'm it's telling not... you right now, the villain is getting messages and believes it's something else and does something evil based on it is not my favorite that's, thing. I, I hate that. No, no, that's no, that's not what it is. Then just go into it. Okay, so the villain because it's of... going to be the deciding factor whether I watch it or not. The villain of Wakfu for season one of Wakfu his name is Zimmer Zalor, mm-hmm. and Zalor is a I forget the name of the race, but they are they have time powers. Okay. Uh, and Zalor was, you find this out in an OVA, that he was a tinkerer, a ma- just a normal guy. And he found this ancient artifact called the Elia Cube. And he became obsessed with studying it and figuring out what it could do. Mm-hmm. So much so that his family left him and he lost track of all time and self. And he didn't even realize that his family had left him all those years ago. Hmm. And when he realized that they were gone, they had died in some sort of horrible earthquake or disaster. Hmm. And so he becomes, and so he really, like, no, I have to use the power of the cube. It lets me, 
it increases the power of my time powers. If I, if I use the power of the cube, then I can, like, roll back time and make it so it, this never happened. And so he goes on this journey to absorb the life energy of things around him, which is called Wakfu, mm-hmm. and put it into the cube. And he keeps telling himself, if I do this, this will solve everything. It'll solve everything. And he, he keeps talking to the cube. As if it can talk to him. Mm. And he's just utterly obsessed with this idea. Like, and when he, they try and stop him, he's like, no, you don't understand. It won't matter that I've done all these things. I'll just reverse time. It won't matter. The things I'm doing won't matter. It doesn't matter what I do. It won't have happened. Mm. And it turns out that it was just his own like obsession talking to him in his own mind. And his own distorted view of everything that made him that way. Hmm. And that's kind of what I think might be happening here. But it's instead of reversing time, it's going back home. Okay. Um. But then is he... If that's the situation you're thinking of, is he actually able to talk to the Titan? Or is it like I said... Or is it just the thing where he's he talks to the Titan, but the Titan doesn't necessarily talk back? I think it's like he can... It's like it's very... Like what he's getting from the Titan is very vague and could be interpreted a couple of different ways. No, because I don't like that. it's probably not... Why? It, it's the whole... Um, oh, I misunderstood, huh? I did all this evil shit because I misunderstood. Well, shit. Well, no, that's... Well, like, I mean... It's, he, it's, I think it's more of a, he heard what he wanted to hear. You know? I still don't like it. I, I don't know, I think it could be cool because it could be like, it doesn't matter at the end, like, I'm still gonna do it, even if the Titan didn't tell me, or it's like, he could just be using it as an excuse. Here's the thing, okay. For his own, it's like his own desires are tainting his, his interpretation. Yeah. Um... I like elements in a story that make the villain completely irredeemable. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's going to be redeemed. I, I don't either. Because... I don't either. But I like a story that creates a villain so vile that no fan can argue for a rede- redemption AU. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I like. So I prefer the narrative of the Titan doesn't talk and he's just doing cult leader bullshit to keep everyone in line or the, the Titan does talk but it's saying the exact opposite of what uh, Bellos wants and what Bellos does mm-hmm. and he made it that he's the only one who could talk to him to prevent others from realizing oh this isn't the natural order yeah um, but we also we'll you know yeah we'll see um, um, does that mean you won't watch about food then um, I don't know 
I don't I don't hate that version of it because it's still like uh, it, it it's not so it's not I don't really call that a misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. Because like that that's not he didn't misunderstand the power of the cube. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he just thought that it could do with he just thought it could it was way more than it was. Yeah. And his obsession turns into like because at that point it's obsession. That that that's that that's a pretty good villain motivation. Yeah, and, and I'm not gonna spoil I'm not gonna spoil how that all shakes out, obviously. I, I think I could kinda picture how it does, but yeah, I, I probably I, maybe we'll do it on the show. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. It I is am, on Netflix. It is on... Well, I'm not, I, I don't have Netflix anymore. But, well, I, oh, do, well. I do have Netflix, but I don't use Netflix anymore, really. Um, I mean, it's, it, it is... It's, Netflix is the only way you're going to be able to watch it with the original French ooh. and English subs. So... Interesting. Well, we'll see. Because um, other places only have the dub. Yeah. I'm sure I can make something happen. Anyway, um uh, uh Yeah, I think that's it. I mean, other than like I'm looking forward to seeing how Lilith changes the dynamic of the the Owl House. Owl House. Yeah. Um Looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to it because well, I just I just like when Eden and Lilith interact. Oh yeah, they're they are they act like siblings, which is very good. Yeah, but I I mean you, you cut out there. Um, oh, I, I said they act like siblings. Yeah, they act like siblings, but more than that, um, my favorite scene in this entire uh, show in this entire season is mm-hmm. um, what episode was it? Um, I don't remember which episode it was, but it was, um, the one where Ida and Lilith have to team up. Oh, the, uh, yeah, 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 that one. And they do the, like, the mean girl, judgmental, like, this is the best you could come up with kind of thing Yeah. the... Yeah, they were the B plot of that episode. Yeah, yeah that that is my favorite dynamic for not villains to have. Yeah, uh, when when you see that put towards a good use, I love watching that. Um, we're the baddest bitches, and we know it. Yeah. Uh, you you know what? One of my favorite uh, pieces of fan I've seen a million pieces of fan art of this, mm-hmm. and it's um, Lilith. Uh, grumpily wearing the uh, bad witch coven or bad girl coven t-shirt yeah because she just she doesn't have any of her shit so she just has to wear whatever Ida has <laughs> yep uh, and it's the bad girl can we just t-shirt. can we just get just all of these every time we see Lila she's wearing a different like outdated human outfit oh I would love that 
Like, she, can we just, she, can, she, can she just walk in with fucking a Taco Bell, you know, remember the 90s Taco Bell pattern? Yeah. On, on the, like, it's on her shirt and she has, like, MC Hammer pants. I was gonna say parachute pants. I wanna see parachute pants. Oh. Yeah. That's the MC Hammer pants. I mean, I just, I just say MC Hammer pants. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah, I, I do. Parachute yeah. pants, yeah. Um, and then that that, that was walks in, yeah, dressed like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> uh oh oh a um, fuck. Hmm. I, I I lost it. Sorry. It happens. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Uh, no. That that's it for upkeep. Uh oh. Yeah. Just want to mention there has been an episode of Ducktales. But yes. uh, Kai hasn't seen it, and we had such a big upkeep conversation this week that it's actually a good thing, because without giving Kai any spoilers, ooh, it's a big one, there's a lot to talk about. Um, yeah. The wait was worth it, I'll say that, because it, it has been a minute since we had a DuckTales. Good, 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 good. Yeah, so that'll be next week, or next episode, whatever. Um, can, sorry. I know you. I know you edit the show. Yeah. But can we somehow get in the 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 transition of this somehow? Can we get that fucking thing from Dana's Twitter where they got Hootie to sing Little Miss Perfect? Uh, I can definitely make that happen. Cause. <laughs> Yeah, that's the first Google search result. Um... Oh, it's so good. Straight A's. <laughs> oh. oh, boy. Yep, okay. I've got it. Uh, I can definitely make this happen for you, bud. Okay, cool. Because I just, I feel it's appropriate. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, I have I have ways. I have my ways. All right, cool. So So yeah, and I don't have to write a note down cuz it'll literally be the last thing I hear before I cut us to break. <laughs> uh so I'll be able to go grab that. Uh but uh with that, we're going to take a quick break and uh when we get back uh one more thing, Jackie Chan Adventures. This is my favorite song! Here I go! Straight hair, straight A, straight forward, straight paths. I don't cut corners, I make a point to be on time. Hooty hooty hoot hoot! I don't black out at parties, I jam to Paul McCartney. If you ask me how I'm doing, I'll say, well, hoot! I was adopted when I was two, and then I became an owl too. Sometimes I ask myself what I would do to get as far as I've gotten. A pretty girl walks by my locker. My heart gives a flutter, but I don't dare utter a word. Cause that would be absurd behavior for Little Miss Perfect. Oh gosh, it's Lord Bellows! Ah! Show it back on! 
And welcome back, everybody, to Acme Podcast Incorporated. I am, again, your host, Laser J, and with me, as always, is Kaiju Emperor. Uh, hey. Yeah. So, yeah, Jackie Chan Adventures. Um, I just want to say... Mm-hmm. You know how sometimes we have an episode... And it's a show that you suggested, and I, I, I was kind of like, all right, yeah. Uh, and I I personally was not really looking forward to watching Jackie Chan Adventures. I was expecting to not enjoy it at all. But, oh my god, it, it just, it was such a nostalgia trip for me. And it's been so long since I've had a genuine nostalgia trip. Yeah. I, I, did, did you not enjoy it as much as you thought you did? No, no, I loved, I loved Jackie Chan Adventures. Okay, good. Uh, I, I was just been like, yeah, I agree. It's okay. It was, yeah. it was a, it was a trip, man. Yeah, uh, like I. So the. I stopped watching Jackie Chan Adventures before it ended, um, before it stopped airing because it got reran into the ground. Like, I felt like I'd seen the same episodes again and 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 etc. It got syndicated real bad. Yeah. And I just, like, I'm fucking sick of this show. If I have to hear... If I have to hear James C. say, bad day, bad day, bad day one more time, I'm going to rip my ears off. But every time he said it here, I was saying it right along with them. I was... Oh, it was just... Everything here was just music to my ears. The one more thing, Jackie. One more thing. Do not talk back to Uncle. Jackie. Oh, just everything. The only thing I found mildly annoying was Jade's voice, which is weird because mm. when I was a kid, she was my favorite part of the show. Yeah. Uh, but I guess that's not surprising. I guess if I thought if I was an adult watching it then, I would have found Jade annoying too. Yeah, totally. Um. But yeah. It's just... Um, speaking of Uncle, I actually do have a bit of trivia for this show. Okay. So the character of Uncle Chan is actually based off of Charles Chan. Oh. Jackie's Jackie's father. <laughs> Which. That would exp- that would yeah that tracks yeah that that explains uh wait Jackie Chan's dad's name is Charlie Chan Charles Chan Charles Chan yeah Charles Chan what, wasn't there an old TV show named Charlie Chan maybe there was uh you know I think it was from that uh unfortunate era not unfortunate that shitty racist era where they had white people tape their eyes and pretend to be Asian and number one son. Oh. There was a Hanna-Barbera version, cart- cartoon version of it. Uh. Uh, I, I remember my mom being nostalgic for that show uh, when I was a kid and always talking about number mm-hmm. one son. Uh, but yeah, that was definitely called Charles Chan. Charlie Chan. So, But that's, that's just a coincidence. Um, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, someone who knows more about it can tell me if whether or not. But yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, in, in the cartoon, Uncle's played by uh, Sab Shimono. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, the uh, 
the other I have some more trivia. The the opening sequence, like the animated sequence, apparently took like a whole year to animate. I'm not surprised. It is beautifully animated. And the other bit of let's see, uh, all animated Jackie's beige, his beige slash khaki clothes mm-hmm. are similar to real Jackie's clothes in the film Armor of God. That is true. Yeah. Um, and finally, there are numerous references to Jackie Chan's career throughout the series. For example, in the first episode, when Jade comes in, Jackie assumes she doesn't speak English, and is surprised when she does in the middle of combat. Rush hour. Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, there's an episode of season three where Jackie does uh, Drunken Fist. Well, we're not there yet. But yeah, but yeah, that was just other trivia. But that that's all the trivia applicable to season one. Okay. Uh. But anyway, Jackie Chan Adventures. Yeah. Uh, Jackie is Jackie Chan is in the show, but not as himself. But yes, yeah. as himself, because he has he's in the intro. They have little live action yeah. cut-ins of him, and then also they have the uh, Ask Jackie at the end of every episode. God. Jackie Chan is such a, a sweet, sweet man. Yeah, um, he's not perfect. Uh, that there, there's some things there, but he is truly a uh-huh. delight in everything I've ever seen him in, and I can't think of anyone else I would rather be around. No. Yeah, he's Tony yeah. Hawk. Tony Hawk more, but. Are you Tony Hawk? <laughs> yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> That's my favorite. Yeah, that's, that's really my favorite good. thing. Your favorite thing ever. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, so, but um, but in, in all the animated sequences, Jackie Chan is played by James C. Yeah, who does a great job. Yes. Who he's also interestingly enough the voice of Shen Du and Chow. Oh yeah, you can definitely hear it with Chow. Not so much Shen Du. The man has range. Yeah, and I'm sure they also did some effects on Shen Du. Oh yeah, they felt like the echo and like yeah. the whatever on him, right? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, also, it, it was really fun. Like this first episode, this first season is super self-contained because 13 episodes, and there are 12 talismans. So the talisman the first 12, and then the f- finale is beating Shen Du. Yep. It's it's. Does this that does a thing and then it it's over, you know? Yeah. It's uh it doesn't it, it's not until the second season that we start to get more into like quote unquote filler yeah. stuff. Where it's just like, you know, adventure of the day sort of scenarios, which I mean they're not I mean they're not bragging on them or anything because there are some of those are some of the better episodes. Yeah. Season two, I feel like we get into a, a situation of uh them playing hot potato with the uh, talismans a little bit, like in this episode. Uh, no, that's season. Wait, because season two is the demon chi stuff. That's right. Yeah, the demon chi stuff. I think what it is is that the first half of season. Okay, so hold on. Season two is demon chi. Season three is. How many seasons does the show have? Four, uh, five, four or five. Uh, let me see. 
five seasons. Okay, so season two is Demon Chi. Third season is Talismans again. That's Talismans right. Redux. Season four is the Oni and the Shadow Khan. That's season right. five is Shendu's shitty kid. That's right. Yeah. Which really sucks because the Oni was actually a really cool season and they should have ended on that one, but here we are. Eh. Oh well. But anyway. Uh we're just talking about season one this time. Yeah. Uh so yeah, let's just let's just go through the characters. Uh Jackie is Jackie. If you've seen a Jackie Chan movie, you know his character. Yeah. Uh, Jade is the annoying niece who she's helps plucky child, plucky child sidekick. Yeah, uh, annoying but helpful. Ultimately, in the end. Ultimately, end it's just that like there's sometimes we're just like Jade, please. <laughs> yeah, Uncle is the the man by behind for most of the season. He's the man behind the computer without the computer. Yeah, he's the man behind the ancient Chinese scrolls. Yeah. Um, in season two, we get more into the... Yeah, and spreading the incense and Toru following him around. and. Yeah, it's really weird seeing Toru be the bad guy because I'm so yeah. used to him. You know, because throughout the entire rest of the show, he's just part of the crew, right? Yeah, Toru has been my favorite character since I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, particularly once he became a good guy. But... Um, oh. But, yeah. <coughs> uh, Junk, Uncle serves as both the... We'll say man behind the, the books. Uh, stereotype. Or trope. Uh, but he kind of also becomes like... We, we see that... Oh, this is probably what Jackie's gonna age into ultimately. Because mm-hmm. you see in that in the um, the horse talisman episode. Yeah, young uncle is basically Jackie. Way, basically Jackie, just like way, but way more, you know, ready to fight. Yeah. For sure, for sure, for sure. Which makes me actually sorry. Go on. Uh, I think I remember an episode in, se- in one of the seasons where they actually travel back in time and we actually get to meet young uncle. That's cool. Do we see young Jackie? Is he like Jade? Because that's what I was thinking. I think we see, do we do see baby Jackie and we also see like, I think it's, a, they go back to like the 70s or some shit. <laughs> and then the, what's the, what's one of the enforcers, Finn, the guy in the, 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 the suit? Yeah, Finn. He, he fits right in because it's the 70s. It's the 70s, yeah. So he's like he's dressed for the occasion. Yeah. But anyway. Uh. So yeah, Uncle. Uh. Then you got Toru. Uh. Big sumo man. Love him. Uh. Surprise. Sorry. Go on. And we and we also have the three mooks. Yeah, I was getting to them. Uh. I'm just going down the uh the list here. Uh. Oh yeah. Sure. Uh. Before we. Uh, get to the mooks, though. I just want to list uh, Augustus Black, Captain Augustus Black, uh, voiced by Clancy Brown. Uh, yeah. Clint. For some reason, my mind had rewritten him to just be Ultimate Nick Fury. So I was like, why I is mean, he white? I mean, he kind of is, though. Yeah, it, it's, the, it's the same. Except I think this is actually a little bit before the Ultimate 
comics continuity started so we didn't have it's sam like, jackson nick fury in the comics yet even it's like we it's like we fused old nick fury with new nick fury yeah except we also kind of created new nick fury yeah kind of it, it, it's the transition between old david hasselhoff nick fury to sam jackson nick fury yeah 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 for uh sure, and it's Clancy Brown, so absolutely fantastic. And then, I know there should be a proper order to listing off the mooks, um, but because he's also voiced by Clancy Brown, there's Ratso. Kai? Yeah, yeah. Ratso, Finn, and... Uh, Chan. What's his name? Chan. Not Chan. Yeah, Wait, no, 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 not Chan. Not Chan. Um, Chow. Chen? Chow. Chow. Chow, yeah. Finn, Ratso, and Chow. Uh, yeah. Uh, Finn's, like, he's the... Of the trio of mooks, he's the leader. Uh, he's, he's the alpha he mook. Tries to, he tries to be the face. Yeah. Uh, and he's, like, this weird grave skin with apple red hair. With a big nose. Yeah. And he, uh... We do later find he he has I mean obviously with a name like Finn Irish but um, yeah later in another season we see him actually do some Irish uh, he has an Irish heist. We also find out that he used to be a wedding singer. <laughs> that makes so much sense. Um, Ratso is and we have rats. He he's big the dumb big guy. dumb guy who collects toys, uh, and also apparently studied physics. Theoretical physics. Yeah. I, I read that in a, a wiki page on him. Yeah. They mentioned that in one of the other episodes. Yeah. And then uh, Chow is the one we hear the least about. He's got a leather jacket he's... and sunglasses and he's Chinese. That That's really all we know about him. Yeah, he's the silent type. Yeah. He hardly ever says anything. Yeah. Probably because they want to avoid people people being like, oh, that's that's the voice actor for Jackie again. Yeah, and <laughs> um, then, um, their boss. We have the big man, Valmont. Valmont. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the money, Mister Moneybags. Side side tangent. Yeah. Remember the episode where Jackie was turning to stone? Yeah. I didn't. I forgot that Valmont could actually fight. <laughs> yeah. Um. Because he never. It never comes up. Yeah. He he's like. Uh... He's a bit like Count Dooku. Yeah, yeah. In that way, or... like, I know Count Count Dooku's a Jedi. I know he can fight. In fact, it's basically all he does in Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it, it, he, he fights Yoda and Anakin and Obi-Wan in Attack of the Clones. But in the Clone Wars, he so rarely fights, and that's where we see the meat of him. Uh, I would compare him more to Xanatos. Yeah, Xanatos is a better comparison, really. It, it's... It's more the billionaire philanthropist evil man at that point. Yeah, and he doesn't. I mean, we know. Like, I mean, freaking Thanos does fight because he's got like the Iron Man suit or yeah. whatever and shit, and he knows martial arts. But like that hardly ever comes up because he's more of a like the schemer type villain. Like, yeah, and that's that's Valmont. Valmont's not he, and it's just really weird to see him actually fight that one time. Yeah, and it never comes up. It never comes up again. Yeah, I do like that he can fight, though. Oh, yeah, totally. I like that 
I like that he's not wormy. That he's not like, uh, oh, protect me, Gones. He's, uh... Oh, wait. I did remember an episode where he did fight again. He did? Does? Good. When he when he turned into a cat. <laughs> remember that episode? I don't. We'll, I guess we'll get there when we come back to the show. I generally don't remember anything about outside of, like, the first season. Well, you know what? That's probably for the best. Yeah. Except I, I do remember uh, the second or last character we have to talk about, Hak Fu. I didn't think he was in the first season. I didn't either. Uh, but he's right I, there at the end. It's the, yeah, the I, second to last episode. Yeah, and he kind of takes the place of Toru for the the bad guys. Yeah, because I, I think... I feel like the decision to make Toru a good guy happened before the show even aired because the cast... The, not the cast, the crew fell in love with the character. Because I can clearly see that happening. Yeah. Uh, and they wanted uh, to make him a good guy, so they needed to have a... They needed to have like a cartoonishly evil uh, replacement as Also, the big side guy. note. What? Side note, was by Jim Cummings? Yes! No! No, no, no. Was it not Jim Cummings? John Cum- DiMaggio. Was it not Jim Cummings? Oh, it's, it is done. Okay, yeah, they do. They can do that. They can both do that voice. Yeah, they're they're in that same they're in that same wheelhouse of um, completely transforming and sounding like someone completely different, but still sort yeah. of in that same wheelhouse. Like, you know, it's them. Yeah, yeah, you know, like that's not what Jim Cummings sounds like when he talks, but you know that that's a voice he does. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think. It, yeah, I think that the 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 most different to his normal voice, at least in terms of Jim Cummings, is probably when he's playing Drake Mallard. Drake Mallard, yeah, for sure that one. I think the other one for uh, Jim Cummings is uh, mm, oh, I had it a second ago. I'm sorry. It happens. Uh, Leatherhead, Leatherneck. Oh, yeah. In uh, Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. But, um... Uh, but, yeah. Anyway. Uh, John DiMaggio, like, his uh, completely transforming his voices thing is, is a little... It's not as strong as Jim Cummings. Not to say that he's a lesser mm-hmm. voice actor, because I don't feel that at all. No, John DiMaggio is a legend. He's a titan. Uh, he's an absolute titan. Um, and he's, like... Anytime he shows up in something, it's, like, my favorite thing. He plays my favorite version of Aquaman. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I think probably when he does, like, stuff like Bender is the farthest from his real voice. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, like, Coltrane and Gears of War. Oh, yeah, he is Coltrane. Yeah. Um, uh, as for... We got to look... As for the show... For Jackie Chan Adventures as a show... Well, we still have to talk about Shendu. Oh yeah, Shendu and Shendu is our big bad of this yeah, season. Yeah, big and bad he's of kind of first st- and he sticks around and becomes back throughout the entirety of the show's run, really. Yeah, but he's not like the threat, really. Yeah, he's not the threat until yeah. you know. He's not. He's he's the big bad in this season. He becomes. Uh, he kind of becomes the Jack Spicer, and that Jack Spicer yeah. stops being the threat. <laughs> 
yeah, him and Valmont kind of, and the the Dark Hand kind of become the secondary villain faction a lot of the time. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, but, the show as the whole, my God, I love this show. Um, it's it's just a fun show. Yeah, and it delivers exactly what you want from a Jackie Chan cartoon. Um, we we see the the parkour before there was a term for parkour. That Jackie Chan had been doing for decades. Um, I mean, there. We see the. Sorry, go on. Go on. No. We see the the use of non-standard weapons in martial arts fights. Improvised weapons, yeah. That that's always fun. Like the windshield, windshield wipers. <laughs> the windshield wipers, yeah. Um. We see. Um. Action comedy. Action comedy, but also just real good fight choreography. And the editing on the fights is good, too. There is... I was genuinely surprised how much good animation there was in some of these fights. That's where the majority of the budget for each episode went to, I'm sure. Yeah, because, I mean, God... no, like, This is no offense to the guy people who made this show, but these backgrounds... They're they're impressionistic. It, it's impressionism, and I like them. Yeah, they're, they're charming. I find them charming. They're char- They're charming, but they're definitely like they're not realism. They're impressionism. They're cheaper to make. Yeah, <laughs> and I think it it works uh, to use a Max Fleischer ism. If you can do it in real life, it doesn't belong in animation. Uh, Fair point. Fair point. And so, using a more stylistic background like that, I think. A, yeah, it does cut on cost, but it also creates a more interesting visual component. Yeah, and it makes the show stand out and have more of a visual identity. Yeah. Uh, but... Let me just know what I going to say. Uh, there's also, like... This, this first season just feels like an extended Jackie Chan movie, really. Yes, it... Yeah, it... Um... It feels like an extended American Jackie Chan movie. Yes, not a yeah, not a Hong Kong Jackie. Yeah, Chan movie, it, but an American it feels Jackie Chan like uh, the, the Rumble in the Bronx. Yeah, Rumble in the Bronx, or I was gonna say even uh, a later day one like the Medallion or the Tuxedo. The Medallion is probably a pretty good comparison, yeah. actually, because it has supernatural elements. Yeah, in it, for sure. I'm also reminded of uh, this isn't a Jackie Chan movie, but Bulletproof Monk. Yeah, I definitely see... Maybe that... No, the Tuxedo is a Jackie Chan movie, right? Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, okay, good. Just wanted to make sure of that. I mean, it's just a remake of an old movie. Yeah. So that might be why you're... Might be a little confused. Yeah. Because you might be thinking of the old movie. Yeah. The the Medallion and the Tuxedo came out right around the same time. Like, within a window of each other, I think. Yeah, they came... They both came out in, like, the the, the mid-early 2000s. Yeah. yeah, something like that. And also, it they're both they, they're both movies that start with the. Uh, and then one word. So... Yeah. The now. Yeah. Um, so, they... They kind of merged into my head, I think, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, my favorite Jackie Chan movie is... The Legend of the Drunken Master. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh... I also really like, um, oh, I forgot the name. It's the one with Jet Li, and it's the retelling of the monkey. It, it's like a sequel to Monkey. 
Oh, the monkey. Oh, you mean uh, freaking um, the Forbidden City? No, 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 no. Not Forbidden City. I mean, that's what it was called, right? Was it? It was had the monkey king in it. Jackie Chan was the monkey king, and Jet Li in it. Jet Li and it had the the American kid. What? Yeah, uh, I mean, this is like a 2008 movie, I think. Okay, wait, hold on. I'm I'm looking it up. Wait, it's got Jackie Chan. You did it has Jackie Chan in it. Yeah, it's Jackie Chan and Jet Li. Okay. I'm, I'm looking it That's up. Only... I'm looking it up. Forbidden Kingdom. That's the only movie. Or... Uh, well, okay. For yeah, sorry. I was close. Yeah, you were close. I. That was all. For some reason, I thought it had the word legend in it. Yeah. I also, genuinely, I like the remake of The Karate Kid. That is a really good... Yeah, I saw that on TV with my mom recently. That was... Oh, I love that movie. Jackie Chan... Probably one of Jackie Chan's best... Um, American. Dramatic performance. Dramatic, dramatic performances, performance. yeah. Because he's mostly known for his, like, stunts and his action and comedy, but, like... Yeah, he, he's, uh... Just, he's the, the, the true successor to Buster Keaton. Yeah. And then, um, but he's got more range. <laughs> he also plays. Uh, he was the ch- he was in the Chinese version of Mulan. He was the voice of Shen. Yeah. But the, on the special features as Mulan, there you can listen to the Cantonese version of "Be a Man" sung by Jackie Chan. Yeah, I, I've heard that. I love that. Because Jackie Chan was a was an opera singer. Yeah. In the Chinese in the Chinese opera. Yeah, he's a damn good singer. In yeah. in, in Cantonese. In Cantonese, I mean, it's well, it's just it English is in his first language. Yeah, uh, I I don't sing good in English, so you know, uh, and it's my native tongue, so you know, give him. But which is the other reason people were like, why didn't Jackie play Jackie himself? Well, because Jack, well, number one, Jackie's not a voice actor. Number two, English isn't his first language. Also, he had stuff to do. You know, I mean, yeah, he, he was, was this was two thousand. He was still filming movies. Yeah, this was way before he retired. Yeah. I mean, now he just does commercials. Yeah. I mean, you know, the man has a, a life achievement award now. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. This is oh oh we also uh there's uh, incidental characters some of them returning uh you got uh, oh yeah uh, El Toro Fuerte was fun he does I don't think he comes back does he. Oh yeah, he comes back. He, him, and Viper. Okay, that's like the other. Remember, remember the J team. The J team. That's right. Yeah. I was thinking then, when I watched the the El Toro Fuerte episode, I was I was like, man, I really wish El Toro Fuerte stuck around. Oh yeah, no, he comes back quite a few times. Yeah, and Viper. Him and Vi- has the whole. Uh, she has like a semi-romantic arc with Jackie almost or they have like tension or like that sort of ten they they like infuse that sort of tension into their dynamic later on or something like that it's literally just Batwoman and Cat it's Catwoman and Batman yeah Yeah. ooh that would be such an interesting dynamic in comics if it was uh oh no never mind never mind Hmm? I forgot that Batwoman was a lesbian for a second I mean, yeah. Because there is a Catman, and he's a very fun character. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah particularly, yeah, yeah. like, if you ever read um, Villains United or Secret Six. Mm. 
Gotcha. Yeah, he's a, he's a very fun character, but I I was going to say that would be a fun now, dynamic, but then I remembered, oh yeah, uh, Cassandra Kane. Well, I mean, now we we could do Batwoman, Batwoman and Catwoman. <laughs> yeah, that would... Um, I don't think they would get along at all is the thing. Yeah, the, yeah, you're right, probably not. I mean, depending on which Selena Kyle you're talking about, I guess. I think any Selena Kyle, because... Batwoman is, like, so uncompromising when it comes to stuff like that. Like, Batman is willing to turn the other eye mm-hmm. for... To petty uh, crime. Not to, not just to petty crime, but particularly to, uh, to Selena Kyle, like, almost, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, her shadier dealings. He's, he's willing. He's But Batwoman, particularly in recent comics, has had such, like, a stronger authoritarian spirit spin to her Mm. that i just don't she's far at least lately i don't know about in the past i and you know what i don't even know about now in comics but a few years ago in comics when i was reading more heavily she was like much more authoritarian like she has the military background so she has like that military mindset yeah um i am looking forward to game back to the show again and getting to some of the stuff that you really didn't see, like the Shadow Con and the Oni stuff. Oh no no no! I did see this at the time. I think I've seen just about every episode oh. in the first three seasons. Well, Shadow Con is four season four. Oh, season four. Okay, then yeah, I have. Yeah, the, the Oni and the Shadow Con are season four. Okay. Which, I'm of the strong opinion that that's probably one of the better seasons. It, it it's the way I feel about season three of Korra. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how most people feel. I want to say. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I mean, it's, it's season two season. is kind of the season two is the worst it ever gets, really. Yeah, but season three is also the highest it ever gets. Because I like season four, but I really wish season three came after it. Yeah, fair enough. And that's just because I love Zahir so much. I really like Kuvira, but yeah. I do. Don't get me wrong. I also think four is exceptionally good, and I love Kuvira, but I love Zahir so much more. I think he's yeah. a more interesting counter. Anyway, uh, yeah, you got El Toro Fuerte and Viper who come back, and later on we see grown up. Uh, Jade in a, I guess, oh. a time travel episode. Yeah, we do. We do a couple of time travel episodes. We do that one, and we do the one where they go into the past. Yeah, uh, I think it's with the same. I think it's with the same magic artifact or some shit. Yeah, probably. But I know uh, when we see adult Jade, it's Lucy Liu. Yeah, it is Lucy Liu. Uh, and um, what's really funny is that in season two of Jackie Chan, we get a one-off villain, uh, Dao Long Wong, who ends up being the the main antagonist of season three. Really? Yeah, the evil cheat wizard. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, that guy. Because season three is the uh, the animals having the talisman powers or whatever. Oh, that's James Hong. Yeah, it is James Hong. He's great. Yeah. Because he's bas- he's basically just the guy from. Big Trouble in Little China. I mean, he is the guy from Big Trouble in Little China. No, but I mean, like, the 
Dao Long Wong character is. I know, but he is also David Lopin. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the... James Hong plays the guy in Big Trouble in Little China. God, it's been a while since I've seen that movie. Yeah. Uh, that, that's one of my favorite movies, honestly. Not, okay, not one of my favorite movies, but... It's a fun movie. It's one I'm always in the mood to watch. Mm-hmm. I just love Kurt Russell so much. Kurt Russell is goals. Um... Uh, I don't think I have anything much more to say about this at the moment. Uh, yeah, I don't either. I, I think we've really kind of said everything we needed to say. Just a fun show. Very fun. You know what it put me in the mood to watch? Uh, we won't get mm. to it anytime. Not within the next month, at least. We won't get to it. But it really put me in the mood for uh, Shaolin Showdown. The original. Mm. Just because it was the same network, same era. Totally. When the West was obsessed with Eastern culture and trying to be like, yeah. you know, also tr- trying to recreate anime and all that shit. Yeah, totally. Yeah. For sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. I, would, I wouldn't I would mind covering season one of Shaolin Showdown. I don't know what we would watch it with. Um, yeah, realistically, we could, do... we could do it with season two of this, or we could do it with Kung Fu Panda 2. Both work. Yeah. Or we could do season two of this with Kung Fu Panda 2, and there's a couple other Kung Fu stuff we could do. Martial arts-based things. Specifically Kung Fu, though. Can we can we not do Legend of the Dragon? Absolutely. Ever. Ever, ever. Uh, I have Never had that bookmarked th- for, like, since we started this. That show is so bad. I know. Watch it on your own time. Oh, yeah, no, 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 I remember it vaguely. It's I'm never gonna, I, I've just deleted it. <laughs> the bookmark. Yeah, it's no, it's, it's, it's not good. Yeah. I have enough stuff that I actually want to watch on this show, not things i want to watch because i know it's a train wreck yeah we had enough of that with fright of the frog yeah yeah uh that episode made me realize that i hate doing i i don't enjoy the uh mst3k style of watching things watching things that you know are bad on purpose to make fun of them mm-hmm. i don't enjoy it yeah I, I, I'd rather watch some. I'd rather watch something that actually has more to talk about. Yeah, I I just need to watch something that I at least a little bit genuinely enjoy, or something that it's like I know I genuinely enjoyed this at some point. I wonder if I still do. Mm-hmm. Um. Or if it's interesting from a historical perspective. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's Jackie Chan Adventures. We're gonna take another short break, and when we get back, skadoosh, Kung Fu Panda. See you then. Now, back to Acme Podcasts Incorporated. Acme Podcasts Incorporated. With karate, I'll kick your ass. He 
here to Tiananmen Square Oh yeah, motherfucker, I'm gonna kick your fucking dairy air, yeah, yeah You broke the rules, now I pull out all your pubic hair And welcome back one more time to Acme Podcast Incorporated, where I am still your host, Laser Jay, and with me, as always, is Kaiju Emperor. How you doing, Kai? Doing just fine. All right, we're at that halfway mark. We are at that halfway mark! I repeated myself because I'm going to... Well, I don't... Whatever. Uh, We're at the halfway mark, and ooh, 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 I need to catch my breath because... Ooh, this is a good movie, Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu Panda. Let, 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 let's just right off the bat, before we say anything, I want to just state for the for the court, Kung Fu Panda is one of my favorite movies ever. Same. It it's certainly one of my favorite DreamWorks movies. Yes, I um, love this movie. I think. Out of the people in this movie, I think it's some of their best... No, I can't say that. That's not true. Um, These are really good performances, is what I want to say. You know, people joke about the whole animated movies with the celebrity voice actress thing, and this is the first time we've ever had to really, really talk about it. Yeah. You know, because this is is that personified, but in a good way. Yeah, um, I mean, fucking Dustin Hoffman as Shifu. Is, yeah, Mas- is Shifu, which, by the way, can we can we just unpack that name for a minute? It's just the Chinese word for master or teacher. So his name is Master Master. Yeah, it, yeah, it's... Uh, Stupid. <laughs> yeah, it, it's going for that, um, 70s bad dub of kung fu movies. I mean, yeah, totally. I mean, I get what's going for. It's just really funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, but and Jack Black is Poe. Jack Black is Poe. <laughs> Jack Black is Poe. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> and all the all the Furious Five are played after played. Uh, Angelina Jolie is Tigress. Uh, Seth Rogen is Mantis. You got Lucy Liu as Viper. Yep, David Jack Cross. Chan is monkey. Jack Chan is monkey, and David Cross is crane. Yep, uh, and uh, Randall Duck Kim is Ugwe, and James Hong again as Mister Ping. Um, yes, as Poe's dad. Other than martial art, other than martial arts, this show does have other. Con- this movie does have other connections to Jackie Chan Adventures. Well, yeah, Jackie Chan and Randall Duck Kim. <laughs> <laughs> and James Hong, and James Hong. That that's what I I meant to say. James Hong, not Randall Duck Kim. I I just like Randall Duck Kim. Um, I mean, I do too. Uguay is one of my favorite characters. Yeah. Also, uh, I got real sad at one point watching this movie because I remember Michael Clark Duncan was dead. Oh. And I love Michael Clark Duncan, and it's been so long since I've seen him in anything or anything that he was in. Mm. I love Michael Clark Duncan. I'm a big fan of the Green Mile. The Green Mile's real good. Uh, and freaking Ian McShane. Yeah. yeah, that's real good. All these performances are top notch. Yeah, there's not a um, bad one. Also, this is the only notable animated 
role for Seth Rogen. Yeah. Listen, I don't hate Seth Rogen like everybody else does, but he needs to stop being and everything. That's not the point I was trying to bring up. Oh, yeah, okay. Because uh, I genuinely love Seth Rogen. Uh, I, I, I don't... I don't think there's ever been a movie he's been in that I didn't enjoy. Uh, I just I'm just tired of seeing him, I guess. Fair enough. Um, like I don't hate the man, but yeah. Um, I I I was just trying to make a sausage party joke. <sighs> Why did you have to remind me that sausage party existed? Uh, because. Because that's who I am as a person. I hate... That's it. That's the end of the statement. You hate. I hate. I hate. I feel you. I feel you. Just... uh, Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu Panda is so good. I... It's so good. The, The editing is so good. And it plays with the choreography. The choreography is so good. Uh, the animation, of course, is so good. But um, it's also one of the first like big CG things we've really talked about. Is it the first CG thing we've talked about? Period. I mm, I'm gonna have to go through the list real quick. Let's see. Let's see. Is this our first? Is this our first CG thing? Um. It might be. see real quick uh, nope that's not CG that's definitely not CG I mean we talked about Scoob technically yeah that was more of just like a spoiler cast though um, no that's not CG That's definitely not CG. Um, nope, that's definitely not CG. Space magicness was what again? Outlaw Star and Thundercats. That's right. Uh, I mean, we've had some stuff that had CG elements in it, but yeah. not wholly CG. Yeah. This is our. This is yeah. This is our first fully CG animated thing. Yeah. And um, that's not. What a good. What? Mm-hmm. It's a good way to start. <laughs> yeah, and also that that's not wholly an accident. I was purposely trying to avoid CG stuff because uh, I just don't enjoy it quite as much as a medium. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's just my own personal bias like I'm, I'm not 
I do enjoy things that are CG animated. Don't get me wrong. I love Kung Fu Panda. I love How to Train Your Dragon. Uh, I, I don't. Yeah, I was just about to say I don't think I've seen a single Pixar movie that I didn't love. Uh, but on the whole, I generally prefer traditional animation over CG. Um, and I was trying to steer mm-hmm. the show to really drain every traditionally or at least two-dimensional in appearance animation thing that I could before we started on CG stuff. But this was such a good pairing that, that you suggested that I just was like, yeah, let's do it. I mean, it's like how you wanted to avoid anime for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, ah, fuck it, who cares? Yeah, and it wasn't so much that this I wanted... A... Sorry, go on. Like, it's it's a good... It's good. That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't so much that I wanted to avoid anime overall. I just wanted to... I didn't want the show to turn into a show about anime. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. Like, for a couple episodes, we just became an OKKO show, basically. (laughs) And I just sort of didn't want to let any one type of animation become the prevalent thing. I didn't want to let any one series become the prevalent thing. I just wanted to space things out a little more, or maybe not pair two anime together. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, But anyway, that's enough about that. Uh, so yeah, this is your typical, uh, I mean, it's Rocky, you know, it, it's the guy, Rocky's underdog. Not the per- underdog, yeah, it, it's the guy who's out of shape, who dreams big, who wants to make it, and the jaded teacher who doesn't want to train this mook, who eventually realizes if I give him a shot, he will, and then he succeeds, because, you know, he had it in him all along. He just needed someone to see it. I mean, it's kind of like Karate Kid in that way, too. Absolutely. Like, you know, Karate Kid is a perfect example of this type of I mean, to to be fair, Karate Kid is just the teenage version of Rocky. It is. You're correct. Uh, Um, Even down to, you know, uh, the, what are you talking about? Uh, Now... Do you, I think this this is one of my big notes in this movie was something I realized watching it this time specifically because I knew I had to think about it critically. Mm-hmm. We've talked on and off podcast about my distaste for get it, it's funny because he's fat. Yeah. This is the one time that I'm like, this works. Because Mainly it... because it's... You know what? You go ahead. I'll, it, it's I'll... because while yes, the joke is, haha, he's fat. He likes food. It's not a detriment. You know, it is that 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 was exactly what I was going to. Is that like Poe is fat, and it is used for comedy. He is out of shape, and it is used for comedy. But it is never like seen as like you need to get in shape, and you need to not be fat anymore. It's yeah. You. It's literally the whole thesis of the movie is there is no secret ingredient it's just you yeah he did slim down a little bit as the movie went on um he was still still big yeah he was still fat like it's 
I think the cre- the the story there is not the story. The 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 moral there is like you don't need to uh be thin. You don't need to be skinny. You don't need to be toned. But you do need to put in the work. Yeah, and also like you can be strong, you can be powerful, you can be fast, but and you can still be fat, but you have to actually work at those things. And he worked at those things. And it's also about like like I said the message of the movie is it's about it's just being you. It yeah. turning that strength turning the things that are unique to you into a strength. It it it's also to a lesser extent I I'd say like a sub moral, but mm-hmm. not not to like a lesser extent. Because it it's still it's still heavily it, it it's about the power of positive reinforcement versus negative reinforcement in education. Yeah, it's literally that that conversation with Uguay and Shifu about the the peach tree and the yeah. seed. Like the, the, just a complete dichotomy of how they approach, how they teach. Yeah, but also it it's the once. Shifu figured out the way I trained Tai Lung, the way I trained the five will not work for Poe because Poe is fundamentally different. I have to change the way I think about teaching him. Exactly. Yeah. Which could be applied to a lot of things. I mean, you yeah. Know, like, not even uh, just martial arts, but like special needs. I'll, I'll say this. As someone who has been in a remedial class being in that remedial class really did help me learn the subject matter more. Yeah, it's... You have to... Like, not every person learns the same, and not every person does the same... the things the same way. Yeah. And I think that's a good lesson, really. Absolutely. Um... And that was just, again, uh, something I realized... Because I've seen this movie... God, I can't even count how many times I've seen this movie. Dozens, Same. like dozens of yeah, times. Yeah, we're we're definitely in the dozens for me as well. And the sequel's that, not as much, but the first one I've seen a oh lot. Oh yeah, I've seen the second one like uh, like a, a, a few like a few times, but this is the one I've seen the most. The third one I, I've only seen like twice. I think I've only seen the second and third one once each. I've seen the second one like three or four times, and I've seen the third one twice. I've seen the first one dozens, and I've seen the uh, Legend of the Furious Five, the the one that's done like the, that's animated, like the intro animation. Uh, oh, the sh- the shorts, yeah. Yeah, I, I've seen that one quite a lot, um, as well. But I don't even re- I remember what the third one's about. The third one's about finding the pandas, but I don't remember what the second one's about, like at all. Uh, Shen. The, the yeah, peacock. yeah. I, I mean, I could picture that peacock now, but I still just don't remember anything that happened in that movie. <laughs> that's my, it's my, it's my favorite one. Oh wow! Yeah. I, I, I like it a little bit. I don't like. It's not by much, to be fair. Yeah. It's just the only reason. Like, it's just as good as the first one. I just prefer the villain. I feel you. Uh, like I think Tyler. Go on. Uh, well, no, no, no. Uh, you, you, you finish your thought. 
Like it's just like they're just as good. They both have they're both great anim great animation, and I just it's just like I just prefer the villain in that movie specifically, and that's the thing that just kind of bumps it up a little bit for me. But okay, yeah. I feel you. I, I I don't remember Shen at all. Like I I can picture him in my head. I just don't remember what his deal was. You don't need to tell me because we're doing we'll Kung Fu that. Panda two. Oh yeah, no, we're watching we're watching all three of these movies eventually. Yeah. Um. I don't know about the TV show. I've seen a little bit of it, and I didn't much care eh, for it. Eh, eh, it's fine. Yeah, also, I didn't much. Also, I didn't much care for it. Um, also, there's more than one TV show. I, I saw the first one. Yeah, I know what you mean. The Legends of Awesomeness. Yeah, I didn't much care for that one. It was fine. Yeah. Not not great. It's fine. Was the 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 second or third one any better? I didn't see any of them, so okay. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, tai Lung is definitely my favorite villain from the series, though. Like, I just... Ian McShane's performance and also just big, angry snow leopard who loves which fighting. The, which, by the way, can we talk about the theming? Like sure. Most people know Mantis-style, snake-style, crane-style, whatever. Leopard-style is an original style of kung fu. Interesting. Yes, leopard style is an actual style. Uh, it was... It's southern kung fu. Yeah, southern wushu. Yeah, southern wushu is leopard style. And I believe tiger is northern style. Mm, yeah. That's sort of the, the difference, but... You know. I, I had a, uh, a friend uh, in high school, and uh, we, we were in a class in college, in our first year of college together as well. Yeah. Um who was actually a Southern Wushu instructor. Oh. Uh, Southern Temple Wushu. The, at, uh, oh, what, what's it? Um, Mount Song Kung Fu in Tampa, Florida. Uh, yeah. Is a Kung Fu school I have always meant to start going to. <laughs> My, a, um, yeah. a friend of mine is a, uh... He uh, is actually like a fourth or fifth degree black belt in kung fu. Nice. And he actually does instructing on the side sometimes. Nice. Yeah, but um. Anyway, Tai Long. Tai Long, I, I just okay. Half of why I love Tai Long is actually brings me into a much overall large conversation that I wanted to have about Kung Fu Panda. Mm -hmm. These are my favorite styles of anthropomorphized designs. Hmm. Um, where we see Tigress and we see Tai Lung, we see other characters, they can still run on all fours. They can get that extra speed when they need it from doing that. But at the same time, their proportions are just exaggerated enough that they be can become bipedal. Yeah, for sure. Like their hands... Their their four limbs kind of go back and forth between having uh, fully posable digits and having paws. Yeah. Um. This is my favorite, and it it also has just that little hint of uh, horny furriness to it. That create that. It, sorry, yeah. go on. It kind of does, you know. Yeah. I mean, okay. It's not not like what you normally think of when you think horny furries like 
exit like gigantic breasts or whatever like that but like that like uh you can tell that the person who designed this maybe isn't a furry themselves maybe they are i don't know but they mm-hmm. definitely have a thing for like big barrel chests and paws big paws yeah it doesn't have to be paws. It could just be big hands. Like the, they could just be taking the things that they find attractive in humans and applying them to these anthropomorphized characters. Or yeah. They could be furries. You know, uh, I, I'm, I, I don't want to throw anyone in under the furry bus if they're not actually a furry. Um, yeah. not. I mean, I mean, the- I'm a furry, so I'm not. I'm not well, I'm like a borderline furry i'd say i live yep. in the borderlands of it um yeah you're, you're sitting on the curb while the rest of us are just t- camping out under the bus yeah uh the bus ran over my foot <laughs> yeah there you go uh as it it, it just... ran over my bus it ran over my foot as it pulled away without letting me on uh <laughs> uh the but yeah going off of that um i Tigress is probably my favorite design in this movie. Yeah, uh, for me it's Tai Long, but I mean it, it's basically the same design, but one's yes. bigger and one's smaller. Like, yeah, yeah. I like I like Tigress a lot. Um, this is going back to that whole aspect of design. I think, listen, is listen. I'm a man who likes titties, but yeah. but I am kind of a huge fan of the fact that none of the female characters in any of the Kung Fu Panda media have titty. <laughs> yeah, they they don't have the the human version of sexual dimorphism. They have yeah. the their respective species version of sexual dimorphism. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I'd like to like, thank my friend Kate for helping me remember that term. Uh yeah. Yeah. Even before I watched this movie, and I wanted to bring up this conversation about this being my favorite style of anthropomorphization, um, I, I had a conversation a few weeks ago where I just really wanted to use the term sexual dimorphism, and I could not remember that word. For the life of you. Yeah. For the life, I could not remember that phrase. I knew sexual was in it, but I couldn't remember dimorphism. Yeah. And then, like, earlier this week, I finally was just like, oh, just ask Kate. She knows. She's the one who always uses it. Yeah. She knows animals. Yeah. She knows animals good. Animals. Uh, animals, animals, whatever. Continuing off of that Tai Long conversation. Yeah. Tai Long. He. I'll say this for Tai Long. He definitely makes a good first impression. His escape from the prison is easily the coolest scene in this whole fucking movie. Yeah. Or the the five fighting him on the bridge. Yeah, both scenes are really cool. And it just serves to like show off this film has amazing choreography. It's not just a good animated film. It's a good martial arts film. Yeah. Like straight up, no no jokes here. I'll, I'll tell you. Um, 
actually bringing up my my buddy, my high school buddy, who was a, a kung fu instructor. Uh, mm. He was always like I I was always kind of like embarrassed to admit to him because I knew like he's he's the kung fu guy. I was like, man, I fucking love kung fu. Pain. I was like, oh yeah, we love that too at at the place. We 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 always uh we always go out for Chinese food after we're after training, and then we're we're just talking about either that or some other Chinese uh, kung fu movies, and it's just like oh, I was like, all right, yeah, so kung fu people like this too. Okay. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's I, respectable, you know? I mean, a lot of people, who at least who are American, most most likely got into Kung Fu because of Kung Fu movies. Yeah, well, oh, interesting thing about uh, this guy, he was Chinese. I mean, he could be Chinese-American. Uh, yeah, he was Chinese-American. Uh, but I, I, I don't think he got into Kung Fu. I think he told me that... His parents signed him up for it when he was young, and he just got really into it. And then he started; he saw kung fu movies, and he got even further into it. Yeah. Um. Uh. Like, like he connected to it immediately because, like, it. I think Power Rangers. Probably he probably saw Power Rangers, and it was like, I want to learn martial arts. Because mm-hmm. he's he was the same age as me, so like we grew up on the same shit. Uh. But yeah. Anyway. Uh, and, and the other scene I really like with Tai Long is, of course, when he confronts Shifu. Yes. And there's that just... It's a, it's a half a second. But he's like... He has a, a, a shadow of a doubt about what he's doing when Shifu... Apologizes. Yeah, apologizes to him. He he has a moment. He has that moment of like, I could let this go. Could just be done with it. Nah. Nah. And then he just decides not to. Yeah. It that that's my favorite thing you can do with a villain. Mm-hmm. You you give them the choice to be like, I can make this right. No, mm-hmm. I'm too angry. Got a Ben Solo fan over here. Fuck you. Oh, am I wrong? <laughs> you are, because that's not what Ben Solo does at all. I'm, j- I'm joking. Okay. I'm joking. This is making a joke because I've really only seen the fucking yeah. freaking Force Awakens. Oh, no. Um. Uh, I'm... We, we can't. We I, can't. I want, I want to, though. I want to. We can't. I have to defend myself. You insulted me. I was joking. I don't care. All right, well. Okay. In The Force Awakens, that was a ploy. Sith lies. There was never a shadow of a doubt. Him saying, I need you to help me, wasn't, I need you to help me come back to the light. It was, I need you to help me further myself down this path. Mm-hmm. By cutting my tie, by allowing me to cut the f- the final tie that I have to my past, which was Han, yeah. or at least yeah, symbol, he I, was I... using Han as the symbology there. Uh, yeah. And then later on, he has that moment in uh, Rise of the Skywalker, that moment I was talking about, my favorite thing that you could do with a villain, where it's like they they question it and then they say Nah, he questions it, but he says Yeah. Well, all right then. 
And I don't like I, I don't like it when the villain says yeah. I like it when the villain says nah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh yes. That moment. Yeah. Kai Long. Uh yeah. Also, I just like how like Tai Long is very much supposed to be the same situation as Poe, but the polar opposite. Yeah. They both exactly. love Kung Fu. They both love their fathers, their adoptive fathers. But Tai Long went in a dark path, and Poe is just a... He's just a lovable goof. Yeah. There's also, like, this is kind of tied to Secret of the Figures 5 and sort of a a subplot that I wish went more somewhere that is kind of only hinted at. Mm-hmm. And that's when, when Tigress is talking to Poe about Tai Lung. Mm-hmm. We get that shot of her as a child doing the exact same thing Tai yes. Lung did. And Shifu just... Just like just corrects her, her form, arm, corrects her form, and then walks away. Yeah, and that I really wanted them to explore that whole aspect of Shifu and Tigress's relationship. I would have loved to see that too. Um, yeah, it. You I know. I also like to see. I I'll, another thing to. You just you just fed me this basically with what you just said, in that um, going back to something I said earlier about the power of positive reinforcement. Mm-hmm. Tai Long is the epitome of when positive reinforcement goes wrong, when positive yeah, reinforcement su- turns into entitlement. You're super right. I didn't even consider that. Uh, Poe. It, it's like, okay, Shifu turned, Shifu used positive reinforcement with Tai Lung, and Tai Lung developed a super strong sense of entitlement, like, I am the Dragon Warrior, I deserve to be the Dragon Warrior, I am entitled to be the Dragon Warrior. And then, yes. the thing that happened, happened, and Shifu was like, alright, no more positive reinforcement. And he just does either no reinforcement or negative reinforcement. No reinforcement with, at least Tigris. We see him train Tigris. Uh, with basically just correct the form and move on. And then we see him utilize negative reinforcement to try to get Poe to run away. But then we see him come back to positive reinforcement in a... Maybe it's the same type of positive reinforcement he used with Tai Long. We don't know, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the difference in... Poe's personality and Tai Lung's personality where it, it's that um, Tai Lung was always strong and powerful and capable whereas Poe was more he dreamed of being that but he was aware of his reality of what was his reality at least and what he perceived as his reality he had no he had no... This is where I super relate to Poe, but he had no self-confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, no, he, he did not... Be, he wanted to believe himself in himself. He had this, like, fictional version of himself in his head that was, like, aspirational to him. 
but he knew that that version of him was not him. And so he didn't get lost in that fantasy, but he deeply wanted to make that fantasy a reality. Which further ties back to the whole message of the movie, because we, we have that scene like is, um, when they're on the stairs and Shifu chases after him, and Poe says, if anyone could make me not me, it was you. Yep. And then it's that whole thing is like Poeing realizing by the end, like it wasn't about me being not me. I'm enough. I just needed to like turn what I had. He needed to be his best him. He just needed to be his best self. Yeah. Really. Um, yeah. It's not about becoming someone different. It's about taking your strengths and making them stronger and working on your weaknesses and exactly. turning them into strengths. Which, again, is a really good message. And it's basically the message of just about every kung fu movie I've ever watched. Mm-hmm. And the other message of this, specifically the di- the the dichotomy between Poe and Tai Lung, is uh, it this being another like majorly common theme in kung fu uh, movies is uh, humility versus pride. Yeah. I love that scene at the end where he finally gets the scroll. And he's like, I don't get it. He's like, don't worry, I didn't get it at first either. Yeah. There is no secret ingredient. And he just gets angry. Yeah. My favorite part, and I know this is probably one of the things, this is the sort of thing that would probably make you groan, but my favorite part was when Jack Black actually did sit on him. Not Jack, but when Poe actually did sit on him. sat on him? Yeah. with, With the stairs? Yeah. That that's yeah. like it's it's one of my favorite pieces of animation ever. It's like a, a however long second clip that is, it lives rent free in my mind and it can play at any <laughs> given moment in time. Uh, I'm a big fan of the bit where he's trying to get to the temple the for the in the first time for the first time. Yeah. And he's just climbing up the stairs and he's like uh, he just looks down, and he's only climbed up, like, four stairs. <laughs> that That's uh, that's another Simpsons joke. Like, ah, oh, no. Yeah, that, that that's uh, when uh, Homer climbs the, is climbing the mountain, and he's like, how high up? I've been climbing for hours. How high have I been? And he's, like, the human, like, his height off the ground. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> uh. But I come back to the tigers thing. It just it really bums me out because I mean it's kind of explored in Secrets of the Furious oh, Five, yeah, and it just really makes me wish that the TV show was better. Yeah, for sure. Because I mean it was a perfect chance to explore the other members of the five that really kind of didn't get a whole lot to do. Yeah, um, Mantis and Monkey, I think, and Viper got the least, I think. Yeah, totally. Crane, Crane and Tigress kind of stole the show. with Not mm-hmm. stole the show, but they, they got the lion's share of it. Yeah, it, it becomes even more of a thing in the later movies. Like, Tigress is kind of the only one who gets to do a whole lot, really. Yeah, and then... like, Sorry, go ahead. On. 
And, and then in like the second movie and the third movie, basically Tigress is kind of like posed confidant slash yeah. best friend, which I think is cute. It's not what I wanted because he clearly had the tighter relationship with uh, Mantis and Viper. Yeah, but I I don't know. I just think it's cute. I like because Mantis Tigress and Viper. Is, yeah, I know. Tigress is, is the it, cool design. Well, no, it's just because Tigress is such a outwardly cold person. The fact that she that Poe, because of the way he is, is able to open even her up is kind of great. Yeah, um, he just had to earn her respect is all. Like Yeah, totally, and I, yeah. I just think that's good. I don't know, I like that. Yeah, but I feel like I would have liked it if it was Mantis and Viper because they were... They didn't need him to be the dragon warrior for them to come around to him. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, totally. And I think that's... Those are the people who are really your friends. Because it took Ty, it, it took Poe beating Tai Lung for Tigress to come around to him. Well, I mean, that's also tying back to Ty, a thing that I wish they explored more. The fact that Tigress more than likely has, like, an inferiority complex. Oh, for sure. Like, she... Like, can you imagine what it must have... Like... Basically, Tigress is, like, the middle ground between Poe and Tai Lung in this training yeah. scenario, right? Like, she yeah. doesn't get up... She doesn't become obsessed like Tai Lung does, but she doesn't, like... She is not completely humble like Poe is. And she, she... thinks, you Sorry. know... That, that when Poe is picked as the Dragon Warrior, she thinks she's been cheated. Yeah. Which, to be fair, I would probably feel that way, too. Oh, yeah, anyone would. She was, like, the leader of the Furious Five. Yeah. and she, she was regarded as the strongest. And she's also, you know, uh, uh, I mean, tigers are proud. Yeah. And it, from, at least from the outside perspective, Uguay was going to point at her. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, you forget, like, there are no accidents, blah, 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 whatever. But, like, from Tigress's perspective, she failed her master and basically got shafted for this guy. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I definitely see what you're saying. Um... I just don't have a good argument. I, yeah, I, no. It, there, there's like you're right. I I still disagree, but you're right. Um, because we're making because two different. Right doesn't... We're we're making two different points, is what I think is happening. Yeah. Just because you're right doesn't mean you're correct. Yeah. To quote fate. Ugh, I um, hate that quote. It's in context. In, in con, it, it's one of those. And now I will pleasure myself with this fish moments. Yeah, pretty much. People who... People die when they are killed. It, it yeah, makes that, sense yeah, that, in context. It, it's... it makes sense in context, yeah. Yeah, um, and, Yeah, but anyway, the... um, Like, the perfect example of this is, like, when she's talking about Tai Long, and we see the flashback of her, never loved anyone 
like him before or since. Yeah. And then she says, and now he's stuck with you. A stupid panda who treats it like a joke. Yep. Which, she's being angry for both herself and Shifu. Yep. And I just wish that that was explored more. I I really... I wouldn't take the stance I to- I, I've taken if they did explore it more. Oh yeah, totally. It's it's a it's a very it's one of those things that could have been easily explored, but it never is, and it really bums me out, especially considering we had three movies. Yes. Um. Well, it would have had to have been ex- for it to have made. Se- okay, for me personally, for it to have made sense to go from how she treated him in. Uh, Kung Fu Panda to how she treated him in Kung Fu Panda 2. It would have had to have been explored in Kung Fu Panda. But that would have ruined the pacing of the movie. Exactly. It would just So they would have one... had to make yeah. a prequel television show just about the Furious 5 to fully explore that so then 2 would make sense. Yeah, it just... Yeah. Or a prequel movie. Prequel movie, whatever you want to call it, yeah. They could still do a prequel movie just called The Furious Five. I mean, that's what The Secrets of The Furious Five was, you know? That was their origin stories. I'm not talking mm-hmm. origin stories. I'm talking character studies. A, a movie oh, yeah. ba- the movie that has its own plot, mm-hmm. and that is the major focus, but it serves on a meta level as character studies of The Furious Five. Yeah. But anyway, that's me getting off my Tigress soapbox. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, Seth Rogen's good as Mantis. Lucy Liu, Viper's it's underutilized good. in the movie. I mean, her perform mm-hmm. everyone's performance in this is fantastic. Yeah, uh, Jackie Chan doesn't get to talk enough, unfortunately. Monkey, Monkey, and Viper are the least utilized. I feel. Yeah, for sure. Which sucks. Dustin um, Hoffman is fantastic in this movie. Doesn't okay. Dustin Hoffman's fantastic in everything, but particularly as Shifu, hell yeah. It it's it's right up there with uh, Paul Newman as Doc Hudson. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um it's a great performance. Yeah. Um one of the things that And yeah, I did say oh. something genuinely nice about cars. I mean, I was just gonna. I was just gonna drive past it, but <laughs> drive. That was the joke. Yeah, but you got to point out puns. You have to. That's that's the I rule. Gotta. Yeah. Um. One thing I did want to point out about this film, and I think it's something. I want. I mean, whenever I whenever I find it particularly um, striking, I like to point out is that this this film's use of color is. Amazing. Breathtaking, amazing. Yes, yeah. fantastic, breathtaking, excellent, superlative. It, it, it's it, resplendent. Whatever, he, whatever you want to. Yeah, it's ooh, it's it's real nice. It it you red, gold, and green are like the three major colors that get used a lot in this film. I have never seen jade that looked more like jade than the jade on the Dragon Scroll was jade. Yeah, right? It the the freaking entirety of the inside of the Jade Palace, it just fuck. Yeah. It looks it looks like jade, holy shit. It truly remarkable. Like I I don't understand how. 
entirely. Yeah, the the texture work on that is. It had like just the perfect amount, just the perfect level of opaqueness to it that I just. Well, that's probably it. They they probably set the opaqueness level. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, that. But I mean, not to. I mean, that's it. It looks fantastic. Yeah, it it really does. Um, like texture work in this movie, like the like that shot of fucking Shifu when Tai Long throws that sword at him and he like takes the and he flips it over and thrusts it into the ground yeah when you see well, you can actually see his reflection yeah in the blade but it doesn't like a cheap movie would just make like a straight up reflection but it looks slightly like it doesn't it looks like how it actually reflected in a metal blade not like you know like it looks slightly distorted yeah. and that takes I don't think people understand how much effort it actually takes to do a reflection in a fucking computer animated thing or a, com- or a video game. Really, reflection in anything. Like, it, it's hard to... You can just mirror an image and copy and paste it, but that that's not right. That That's not accurate. It's not know? the same. Yeah. It's it, not the same. Yeah. It's not. It, it It's insanely difficult to nail that proper. Um, and that that's what I really like about... Um, I was going to say DreamWorks, but it, it's really Pixar too, and how they do um, CG stuff where it's not photorealistic. It still looks cartoony, mm-hmm. but they give it just enough, like like the fur looks real good or the hair looks real nice, but it's still cartoony proportions and cartoony exaggerated movement, and, mm-hmm. and it's just, it's real nice. It, it's... Again, it, this is becoming me getting on my uh, anti-photorealistic CG soapbox mm-hmm. uh, to use the same quote uh, as I used earlier from Max Fleischer. Which it, it's a paraphrase. It's not exact. But if you want it to look like real life, just shoot it in real life. If you can do it in real life, don't animate it shouldn't be an animation mm-hmm. at that point. So photorealism in CG animation is a waste of effort in my eye. Yeah, like, make it look like... Don't make it look real. Make it, like... If you're using a specific medium, play to the strengths of that medium. Make things exactly. look the way they shouldn't in real life. Make, make Make things exaggerated. Make them impressionistic rather than realistic um yeah style it's like the the whole argument about video games where games with strong artistic style were aged way better than a game that's just trying to look as good as possible absolutely absolutely um okami shadow of the colossus jet set radio and jet set radio future pick your poison you know yeah uh going off of that actually um I, I remember watching the, the making of this film and them talking about how they had to make, like, brand new fur CG technology for this movie specifically. Because, yeah. I don't know if you people know this, but animating fur... Tough. Way harder than you think it is. Yeah. Um, and whenever you watch... Um, 
like like how to make like the making of move behind the scenes the making of features on cg stuff there's always that moment where they're like we had to redo the way we do hair to make it look better or the, we had to redo fur the way we do fur to make it look better and that, that, that's a pretty common theme in those features because yeah you can always make fur look better in animation because it, mm. it it's one of those things that it yeah um i don't want to belittle what you're saying they did an exceptional job here it it's I was blown away at the time, and now there's other stuff that blows me away even more. Uh, when, did on the fur when did this movie? Yeah. When did this movie come out? Uh, I think 2008. This movie still looks fantastic. It really does. Uh, 12, 12 years ago, Jesus. And it's because it's cartoony. It is. It is. It's cartoony. Uh, like I, I remember. Um, and it's like. Fully set in its cartoonishness. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I revisited uh, a year or two ago. I revisited uh, Frozen. And I was like, this doesn't look as good as it did the first time. Like, this already looks aged. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Some movies just don't age as well as, as others. Yeah, and it's... It, it's just about how much you... Uh, lean into cartoonish like exaggerated proportions and stylizing things rather than like the Disney animated the, the Disney animation studio CG stuff like Tangled and Frozen and Moana and stuff like that they they, they definitely they have a certain Glenn keenness to them still yes um but they still Outside of the characters, they tend to aim for a more photorealistic environment. Mm-hmm. And that's where the disconnect happens, where the this doesn't look as good anymore. Yeah, the environment. It's like the characters look fine, but the environment... Yeah. Yeah. We have... I, I watched Moana a few weeks ago, I think, and haven't hit that point yet with that movie. Yeah, but I mean, it's still pretty recent. It's yeah. still pretty recent, yeah. Uh, same with Coco. Uh, neither of those movies have really hit that point yet, uh, but I, mm. I I'd be willing to guess like in a couple of years from now they'll like maybe two or three years I'll start thinking these look a little aged at this point. Same with Frozen too, because mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but but again, that's not so much. They do in those the Disney animations they do good with the characters. It's just the going the for the photorealistic hyper-realistic um, environments. Envi- yeah. yeah, environments, yeah. That it... The characters themselves age really good, but the rest doesn't. Um, yeah, for sure. I'm getting off my soapbox now. <laughs> I mean, I got a, I got on my Tiger soapbox. You have the right to get on your soapbox. Yeah. Uh, and again, that's all just my personal tastes in animation and my personal beliefs. That's... that's yeah. I'm I'm a I'm a lay person. I, I I don't really have space to be commenting. I can't fucking do any of this shit. But uh mm-hmm. from the perspective of someone who watches it, you know, this is my opinion. Yeah. I mean you're here to I mean if you're not if you're listening to this podcast not to her opinions, I don't know what you're doing here. Yeah, and I mean we're here not only to give our opinions, but also, you know, to provide analysis. 
Yes. And this is analysis. Analysis sometimes can... Analysis will always be tinted by opinion and biases because we're humans and humans mm-hmm. have bias. So there's no getting yeah. around it. It's your job as the viewer or listener or reader to pick your way through the bias and find the information beneath it. Yeah. See the end quote from Ratatouille about criticism. Mm. Yeah. But um, this is this has nothing to do with anything we were just talking about. But I don't, I don't think we've mentioned him enough. But holy shit, I fucking love Uguay. Uguay's <laughs> great. Just like a, a real nice old tortoise. He's so fucking funny. That is bad news. <laughs> like yeah, like there's no there's no there's just news. Yeah. There's no good or bad. Tai Lung has escaped. That is bad. That news. is bad news. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, or that bit where he's like, "Do you want her to see me? Is there something wrong? Why would there be something wrong? Maybe I just wanted to see my friend. So there's nothing wrong. Well, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> and then just starts blowing out the candles. Yeah. <sighs> and he also was the first time I heard that uh, saying about. Uh, Yesterday is history, tomorrow is a mystery, but today is a gift. That's why it's called the present. Yup. The first time I ever heard that. It's very good. Yeah. Uh, hold on, I'm just confirming something for myself real quick. Hmm? Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. There's one other uh, voice cast that's worth mentioning. Mm. Uh, well, actually, two, uh, three, three. Uh, Wayne Knight's in it. He's the gang boss. Uh, Kyle Gass makes an appear. Mm. KG, uh, he plays oh. KG Shaw. Uh, Rage Cage from Tenacious D. Oh, uh, yeah. Kyle Gass, KG. He, he voices KG Shaw. I I don't know who that character is. Might be just a rando. Yeah, it might just be a rando. Um. Uh, Wayne Knight, Newman, whatever, whatever you want to call him, it, he's the gang he's, boss. He's, he's the guy. He's the guy at the beginning. I see you like to chew. Yeah. How would you like to chew on my fist? <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the one that started me on this path was a uh, Dan Fogler as Zeng. Zheng. Oh yeah, that the, is the messenger yeah. goose. Uh, and yeah. uh, I I don't know where's. Most of y'all would know uh, Dan Fogler from, but I know him from uh, first Fanboys. Uh, God, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, he. If you needed a fat guy with long curly hair and mutton chops, you got Dan Fogler. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's, he's had some other roles. He's um. I just said he has a bunch of rule, some other roles, and then I don't really list any of them. But I'm trying to mm-hmm. pick out the ones that are good. I was gonna say noteworthy. Mm-hmm. Because um, I mean, oh, he's in Balls of I mean, Fury. That... Oh yeah, he is in Balls of Fury. He's also uh, in uh... School for Scoundrels. Oh God, Horton, here's a who. Yeah, Horton, here's a who. 
he was my favorite character in uh, the Fantastic Beasts movie. Uh, mm-hmm. When that came out, before I knew what I know about J.K. Rowling. Unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, I did enjoy that movie. Uh, I like Jacob Real Kowalski pity. in that, his character. Um, hmm. Uh, but th- there was oh, there was a sitcom he was in that I liked. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, was it uh, was it the Goldbergs? No, like I I mean like a starring role in a sitcom. Uh, I don't know. Man up! It was Man Up. It, it I'm sure that sitcom is shit, but I remember oh, laughing yeah, no, it's at called, it. It's called Man. It's called Man Up. I mean. Yeah, uh, I re- I mean it was a sitcom between 2011 and 2012. Had one season. I just remembered like I would watch it every week and I'd laugh and yeah. Mm-hmm. But Goldberg's yeah he plays uh, the uncle in Goldberg's. He shows up every so often. He had a, a DeLorean in one episode and he makes all these bad business decisions and yeah. Goldberg's is um, a fun show. Never seen it. Uh, it's about a Jewish family in the 80s. Oh. Yeah. Neat. And uh, the, the main character is, you know, he's basically us if we'd been born in the 80s. He loves, he's in the AV club. He loves recording shit on his VHS camcorder and yeah. Transformers and Star Wars. And he wants to be the kids and the Goonies and all that jazz. Yeah. Um, anything else we want to say about Kung Fu Panda? Um, I think I've kind of said my piece. Yeah, I think the world's ready for Kung Fu Panda 4. I'll say that. Um, as long as Kung Fu Panda 4 is actually Kung Fu Panda 0, uh, Adventure of the Furious 5. Or Birth okay, of the Furious you know I can, Five. I see. I can. I see that. That I can get behind. Yeah, it's not so much the or we have the origin stories of the Furious Five, but I want to see them become the Furious Five. Yes, yes. This I can get behind. Yeah. And obviously, Poe won't be in it, but that and that's yeah. a shame. But. Pose had his, has Pose had three movies to himself. Yeah. Give me uh I, I, <laughs> I want to see uh, I want to see the five. Uh, I, let, let let Monkey and Viper do something cuz yeah. They don't get to really do too much. Nope. But this is probably one of the best things we've talked about on this show so oh, far. Oh hell yeah. Uh I, I mean Again, you got leave it subjective personal tastes and all that because okay KO I mean, win. I mean you know it's like um this is just one of my favorite things I feel you yeah it's it's one of my favorite movies ever absolutely sure. yeah I'm trying to think if there's anything I actually genuinely enjoy more on here and like mm-hmm 
Like not counting stuff we've talked about during our week segment or our up the upkeep segment. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of just maybe okay. I, mean, I, can, KO. Think stuff, <laughs> I can think of stuff I can, I can like I like almost as much or equally, but not yeah. more. It's definitely up there. Yeah, it's definitely up there. Yeah. Uh. I can't think yeah, of nothing. No, I, I can't really either. Uh, no. Well, I mean, okay, no. Kimetsu no Yaiba is still my favorite shonen oh, yeah, anime, yeah. honestly. It, I mean, it's become I mean, my favorite shonen anime. I love Inuyasha. Yeah. But not That's, more than Kung Fu Panda. It's about, about as much. Yeah, I, I don't think I love uh, Demon Slayer more than Kung Fu Panda either, to be honest. But Equal amounts of love. No, I think I like Kung Fu Panda more. <laughs> I think I like Inuyasha as much as Kung Fu Panda, okay. but I probably I might, but I don't know, I might like this a little more. Yeah. It's 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 just a really fucking good movie. There's there's not there's ver I can I'm struggling to think of a problem I have with this movie. Oh, you know what it is? What what what's up there actually? Hmm. Kim Possible. Yeah. You're correct. And uh, Cats Don't Dance. So those two, for sure. I love Cats Don't Dance. I don't like it as much as this movie, but it just has a real real special place in my heart. Same, yeah. Uh, I think Kim Possible might be the only thing that actually beats out Kung Fu Panda on this it, list. It's, it's real it's close, real close. For me. Yeah, it, it, they're neck and neck. It, it's like they haven't reached the yeah. finish line yet. It's going to be a photo finish. And yeah, the, for sure. the, the, the finish line will never come. So. <laughs> yeah, never. But, yeah. Uh, so. We gonna. Yeah, uh, I got no. You, you good? On. Yeah, well, I'm good. Okay, then yeah. uh, we'll be back for the last time this episode in a couple seconds for you. And when we do, we're gonna close this shit out. See you then. Now back to the show. Do you see how your patience paid off? And welcome back one last time to Acme Podcast Incorporated. I am still, and always will be, Laser J. And with me again, as always is my good friend Kaiju Emperor. Hell yeah. Uh so we uh we went a while this time. I mean, we talked about one of our favorite films that was going to happen. Yeah, uh well, mm, that mm, that Mhm. It's definitely not one of my favorite films of all time. I mean, favorite animated films. Even then. Um Really? Yeah, there's there's a couple things I like way more. Oh, um, well, I guess we'll get to them when we get to them, won't we? Yeah, well, okay, here's the thing. I can't think of what they are. But I know there's well, I stuff mean, I like way more. I'm sure it'll come to you when we eventually get to whatever it is. 
Yeah, eventually. I don't know. Uh, but, uh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, but, you know, this was, a, this was a good episode. This was a productive episode. Uh, I'm glad we're back in the saddle. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Hey, coming up, we got Spoopy Month. Yeah, we're uh, for October. We're going to be doing all spooks or spook-related things. Nothing actually scary, depending on your perspective on what scary is. But I feel like yeah. some people could be genuinely scared by like some things in JoJo. Yeah, which, JoJo. spoiler: we're doing season one and two of JoJo. Yeah, part one and part two, yeah. which was one season. Yeah, we're not par- we're not we're not pairing it with anything mainly because our guest and myself have a lot to say about Jojo in general. <laughs> yeah. Uh, way more than I do, honestly. Uh, yeah. And you know, Jojo is, uh, it's two completely self-contained stories in and of themselves. And we're probably going to be talking about them kind of slightly in the context of Jojo as a whole and, everything else and also episodes with guests end up being longer anyway yeah uh and and you'll probably well no you will see the return of the week next week uh i don't know if you'll see any upkeep next week though uh even um, though just because we have a guest so we yeah won't be able to react. unless they've also seen everything we've seen uh i know he hasn't um i were we were actually planning i was actually because you mentioned rewatching Owl house I was actually planning on sitting down with him and watching Owl House with him. Well, I mean, there is no new Owl House. Season's over. No, no, but I'm, he hasn't watched it at all. I know, but we don't have to talk about Owl House and the upkeep. No, I mean, I was just... That's not the reason I was doing it. Okay, I know, but the conversation we're having is we don't know if he's watched the things we would be talking about in the upkeep. What, what, that's, what, that's, what I was, that's why I was saying because he hasn't watched it. We were like... Because I know he hasn't watched it. That's a new conversation, we were... though. Is it? Yes. It doesn't, because it doesn't matter. The point is, okay. The point is, if he's seen the most, all we have next week is Ducktales. That's not. There's no amphibia this week. I don't. There's no amphibia next week. My point was is that I know he hasn't seen it, because we were planning to watch it together at some point. Ducktales. Well, that too, yes. He hasn't seen DuckTales at all? No. Oh, okay. Not at all. Okay. He hasn't seen DuckTales or Owl House or whatever, or any of them. You know? That was my... Why is he coming on that... the show then? <laughs> I'm kidding. He doesn't... I'm, I'm kidding. No. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know you're kidding. Yeah. Uh, I also don't know who this guest is, honestly. I'm completely... Perplexed. Adrian. Oh, Adrian. Okay. Yeah, Adrian, you met Adrian. Yeah, once. Uh, once. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I know, I know their shtick. I know their spiel. It, uh, there's, there's no other person I would ask of to come on for JoJo. Okay. Yeah, I, I just forgot. I know we've had this conversation. Uh, I just forgot who you wanted he, on for he JoJo. He has, he has a Josto Sto Joestar birthmark tattoo. Yeah, I mean, I know someone with that too. Uh, it's yeah, like there was no, there's no one I know who would, I would rather have come on. It's okay. like how there's no one I'd rather ask to come on for Lupin the Third than KP. Okay, okay. Yeah, uh, but anyway, yeah, 
So yeah, uh, but also in Spoopy Month, giving you a rare treat, and there's going to be an episode every week. Yeah, because we're going to have a special episode on Halloween. Yes, but every week, like like not not just one extra episode on Halloween, but every every week of October there will be an episode every Monday. Oh, seriously? Yeah, that was the that was the plan. Oh, well, then it's a good thing we're only watching part one and two. Yeah. Well, I mean, how, how many episodes is that again? It's like twenty six. That's a that's doable in a week. No, totally. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, and 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 I know even if even if Adrian doesn't finish it, he's seen it so many goddamn times. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's the uh, JoJo super fan, which is why we're the having JoJo him super- on. But anyway, um, and then we're going to be talking about um, with we're going to have KP back on, and we're we're going to be talking about um, the Alvin and the Chipmunks monster monster movie duology. Yeah, and, and we I, we haven't worked out everything we're doing yet, right? Those are the first two. Yeah, those are the first two. Okay, because uh, I do know at some point in this month I want to talk about Monster House because that I genuinely okay. love that movie. Yeah, we can talk about Monster House and um, you want to talk about? Oh, you know what we could do? What? We could do Coco and fucking Book of Life. Uh, no, it's like Halloween isn't Dios de los Muertos. Yeah, but it's it's in October. When is Dios de los spo- Muertos? And also, they're spooky. Or spoopy. If they... Oh, it actually begins on 31st. (laughs) Well. So we could just do that for the 31st and say... Uh, well, okay. Yeah. Um... What do I want to do? What do I want to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, 31st is a Saturday... Which means we also have to have an episode that Monday. Okay. I mean, since since Dia de los Muertos is does start on the thirty first, it would be appropriate that it comes out on the Monday after, right? Uh, no, 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 no. But the Monday after is November. Oh yeah, I think the uh. uh but it. Oh wait, no. Hmm? Dia de los Muertos ends on Monday, November second. So we'll do that that Monday. Ah, yeah. Right. Uh, to ring out the Day of the Dead. Yeah. So, which means we also need an episode for uh, for the thirty first and the twenty sixth and the nineteenth and the twelfth. Okay. Are you okay? Are you sure you want to do every week? Yeah, no. Uh, we we can do movies. Movies will be quicker. This is true, but I don't know how many spooky movies we're gonna. I mean, we could do specials. Yeah, uh, like specials. like even just hour long TV specials or something like that. Yeah, and they don't have to. Be, uh, we don't have to. We don't have to do long episodes either. Okay, here, here's here's what I'm thinking. Uh, you know what? You know what? We should we should just wrap up and talk about this. Yeah, yeah. That's we're, that is what we'll do. Uh, let me just real quick write down what I want. To do so I don't forget because I will absolutely forget between finishing this uh, and us 
mm-hmm. talking because I am forgetful we we and my Adderall has definitely worn off by now. Also, we keep doing this. What? Keep having conversation we should have off podcast. Yeah, well, you know, that's just about every podcast yeah. I've listened to anyway, so. Yeah, you know. Uh, outside definitely. of, like, narrative podcasts, but yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. But anyway. Uh, look forward to Spoopy Month. Uh, looking forward to spoopy. Halloween month long. Spoopy. Spoopy time spectacular. Um, but until then. If you want to get in contact with us, you can find us on Twitter at Podcasts Inc. That is at Podcasts Inc. Where can you find us on Tumblr? You can find us on Tumblr at uh, acmepodcast.tumblr.com. That's acmepodcast.tumblr.com. That's right. And then you can also email us at uh, acmepodcastinc.gmail.com. Give me that email. That's acmepodcastinc at gmail.com. Damn right it is. Uh, so let's real quick check the ask box and the email. Not that, I mean, we've, we've been radio silent for quite a while, so it's unlikely that we'll have anything. Yeah, but, ask box is empty, unfortunately. Yeah, and so is email. But oh, well. email's always... Yeah, we've gotten a few asks, though. Yeah, we have, and it's been fun. I like those. Oh, that actually reminds me, I had an addendum I wanted to make to a conversation we had last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said that the DL-18 is my favorite blaster from Star Wars, and then I used uh, Hans, uh, Luke Skywalker in Return of the Jedi as an example. He didn't actually carry a DL-18. He used the Force to pull it from the hands of a bounty hunter in Jabba's palace to threaten Jabba with. No! Yeah. Anyway. uh, A better example of someone who actually wielded a DL-18 that was Force-sensitive is Kanan Jarrus in Star Wars Rebels. Anyway. Anyway. anyway, also I said uh, model. N- my favorite real-world rifle is a. I think I said model a uh, Springfield model nineteen thirteen. I think it's actually a model nineteen o three. Let me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's model nineteen o three, not a model nineteen thirteen. My bad. Anyway, sorry. Uh. Again, nerds. Uh, that that wasn't the same voice nerds. you did at all, but yeah. Uh, nerds. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. So yeah. Um. But if the show's not who you want to get in contact with, and you want to get in contact specifically with us, uh, I'm gonna make this real quick and just give mine real quick, and that you can't. I'm off social media. Uh, so the email and the, the email, the email is how you get in contact with me personally now. Uh, cause I'm off Twitter. I'm off Facebook. I have an Instagram, but again, I don't interact there. I just look at action figure photographs. Um, and, and sexy ladies. Uh, I, I have to come clean on that. Um, mm-hmm. but mostly action figures cause that's, 
that's honestly the, the divide of my brain. That's a pretty good divide. Yeah, it, it's like 90% action figures, 7% Star Wars, and then the rest is sexy ladies. Mm. Uh, but uh, if they want to get in contact with you, how can they do that, Kai? Uh, you can find me at uh, kaiju underscore emperor. On Twitter, that's at Kaiju underscore Emperor, K-A-I-J-U underscore E-M-P-E-R-O-R, Kaiju underscore Emperor. And you can also find me on Tumblr, Kaiju dash Emperor, spelled the exact same way, Kaiju dash Emperor. Uh, and if you want or anything original from me, I haven't posted there in a while, but people seem to really like it. I post my homebrew D&D stuff and... Stuff like that over on another side blog on my Tumblr. That's Kai's Tome on Tumblr. K-A-I-S-T-O-M-E. And that's where you can get in touch with myself. Alrighty. Uh, that's everything, right? Yep. Alright, well then let's uh, let's get out of here. Uh, everybody, uh, you know, this was a fun week. Uh, love Kung Fu and don't be a jackass. Uh, pride cometh before the fall, uh, but don't let your self-doubt rule you. Uh, love you all, and don't be a jackass. Goodbye. Bye! Over there? I guess. B -b -b -b